I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, what was that, something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Who actually Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. G'day, welcome to Supercoach360, how you doing? I am your boy Juzzy J, of course, I am in the coach's box, joined by my faithful companions, Bergs81, the Consta, and Guy James is doing the sharing for us tonight. We are here to talk all things Supercoach, a little bit of NRL magic round, what happened in round 10, what can we expect for round 11, uh, let's be honest boys. They brought in uh, some rule changes, and there was a little bit of carnage there. No, they didn't. What? No, sorry, sorry, sorry. They enforced. A, they started more strictly enforcing the rules that have been there since nineteen oh eight. Existing rules. Great. I'm glad to have you here, Con. No um, <laughs> always sets the record straight. Um, and and we, we we've pretty much seen a slew of suspensions. I'm expecting some carnage when we get through to team lists. We've got uh, yeah heaps to talk about. Uh, everything that happened through in Magic Round and what we are doing coming uh, going forward for Origin uh, with trades. I expect everyone's going to be hit with a bit of trade woes this week. But we have a special sponsor this we week. We do, we do. I was very lucky. Um, <clears throat> my lovely partner Caitlin won a prize off Instagram and since that time I've I've 
come to know these people and we've been talking and since then we've uh, been sent some products of theirs. It's let's just face it, it's for people of our podcast, if you know what I mean. Um, and yeah, they're just, I've been talking to these people. I think you've got the details over there on how to find these people if you'd like to purchase any products. Um, next week we're hoping to have some on the show and we'll eat them. But these are my missuses and she'll kill me if I actually eat them. So, but you got a nerd rope and we got an LCM. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not, I don't wear the pants there, do I, Con? And I got some brownies. Also, that goes well with the brownies is we got some caramel sauce that goes well with the brownies. And you just heat the brownies up, put the caramel sauce on it. Just, yeah. Mint, so, mate, I'm telling you, absolutely. They're uh, they're baked goods straight from the uh, the broken fish tank, if you know what I mean. If you for something that you're interested in, Snapchat at Get Baked AUS, all through Snapchat. Um, yeah, give them a crack if that's your sort of thing. Um, just yeah, just have a go. That's all I can say. Have a go for me. If I mean, you, you, do it, you do you. Uh, aside from that, the other thing which I want to say right at the top of the show is I want to remind our yeah, listeners right. about uh, hashtag push for better. Now, uh, Mark Kendall, who is a podcast just enthusiast and super coach nut, um, brought this to our attention. Me, Jazzy the Fatty, is going to give it a crack. It starts in two weeks. What we need uh, is we need people to donate. Mark set a goal of about 1300 bucks. Um to help uh, uh, mental health services in Wollongong, which is his neck of the woods. So if you could uh, search the hashtag, hashtag push for better. Um, otherwise, head to the Supercoach360 page. We've got a post there, which has a link through to the site. Uh, join the team, donate, and watch your fatty do push-ups, all in the name of mental health. Um, boys, Magic Round, absolutely huge. Uh, we saw... Supercoach record absolutely crushed. We saw two Supercoach records broken. Yes, we did, didn't we? We absolutely did. Now, what was the... Uh, is that, is that the new, lowest score and the highest score. I was about score. to say, new high, new low. Well, so, and there was the most points like lost in, in, in one game as well. Like, I think Tyson Gamble got the most minuses... Oh, okay, yeah. That's what I read somewhere. That yeah, you got three records. Three yeah. records. So it, it was. It was a, a round of absolute carnage. Now, the person you were talking to with the new lowest score, I believe, was Tyrell Fuimano. Finished nope. up on a minus nine. No? And Who was SASA that? SASA minus 11. Oh, wow. So he made an error and then got sin binned. No, we get minus 16 for a sin bin, plus your penalty. So it's minus 18 for a sent off, sorry. Minus yep. 16. Yep. So that, yeah, he made seven points in there before he got sent off. Oh, wow. Okay, no, I saw Fuo Mayano on negative nine, yeah. and I was just like, oh, wow, he's made one tackle, and then that's it, gone for the game. Well, he probably made more than that, actually, yeah. if, if it's the minus 16 for the send-off. So, I mean, we saw, I know uh, NRL saw a record, which is um, most send-offs in a round, uh, uh, definitely for a very long time, um, and probably most sim bins in a round. I think we saw most sim bins in a game since... Pretty much when punching was allowed, and uh, when they started trying to get that out, so well, really the last was time never really allowed either. It was just no, but it's, it was something they eventually cracked down on, and they, they it used was this tolerated. method. They just didn't turn the blind eye towards it. Yeah, that's it. They, well, they stopped turning the blind eye, used the sin bins, and I think that was one of the last times we were seeing things like that. Well, like, I dare say that was the most send offs and sin bins in the NRL era because it, it was absolutely back in the seventies, eighties, and, 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 and they sent was, them off. For, I, I personally believe it went too far. Uh, I disagree with Con in that. 
he reckons that it was fair that they did it. All right, quickly, boys, state your case for the good of the nation. So well, you- I think a couple of them were a bit over the top. The one on Teddy, the Tyson Gamble one. Yeah. But the two, the three send-offs, they were blatant. They were absolutely They were send-offs any day of the week anyway. Yeah, and the other ones you could argue that, yeah. But have they been send-offs for the last, like, seven? No. They haven't, because the, they've been tolerated. But it doesn't The problem mean is now they're trying to say okay. it's a black and white line that if there's contact to the head, regardless if a person's falling or whether they're ducking. Like Brian Todd's a prime example. He ducks under every time. So if, if you, you get, get your arm in once? the wrong spot, yeah, if you hit him in the head, you're gonna you're likely going to um, see 10 minutes at least. But so. I'm just putting it out there. When Todd, the only time Todd was involved in a high tackle, he wasn't ducking. He was hit real high, like, oh, and well, real he's hard. Five foot. <laughs> he's but, yeah. No, look, I'm, and I get it. Look, Teddy's got that goofy running style, and he does go low. The Teddy one for me, bit sketchy, especially the way he ran off to the sideline. No time comes back on. Like that was just. Let it, me just fix that. That was a Melbourne Storm trick. He's not a five foot. He's just in the five foot, like high five foot. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the problem for me not lies in the actual rules what they're doing. It's just more about the timing. I just think it's more. It's like you're learning on the fly. You're kind of doing things as you go, rather than. But when you think build about a structure it, and then implement. When you think it, about it, just doing how it many players fly. have we already lost to concussion this year, and how many marquee gun players have they already lost to concussions? This year, like you've got Cordner out long term, you got Kiri. Oh, I know, I mean, I know Kiri wasn't out with the concussion this Jake time, Friend. but we know Jake Friend had a concussion. Pappenhausen, Teddy, Teddy's had already had same. one. Puppy's already had Mate. one. Puppy had another well, one. I, I don't think if, I, if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm if I'm paid half a million bucks a year, I'd happily take as many concussions. But no, you the, wouldn't. You say that now, would. but when you come to having your grandkids and shit, and you can't remember their names. It's a different story they, completely. They say oh, Mario. If I get to that age, they say Mario Fennig. Really right. went like really downhill, really hard, and it's got. Yeah. Like, the end of that, I, I think a lot of people go that way, not just from concussions as well. From yeah, but a lot it's of been proven now medically, like the concussions turn you into a fucking yeah. unit. Like, That's the research they go. Right, so you think they're going to bring helmets in then? No, no, I just think you know what. Well, they, if, if, if you're so worried really, about concussions, that doesn't help concussion. The only yeah, way it. to curb, got... the only way to curb the enthusiasm would be to go back to what everyone was taught as a junior and to legs tackle. All right, now There's I've no got reward. I've got one question with the legs tackle because uh, I've I've heard a lot of talk about it. Now I've only been an active participant in the game for the last couple of years, so I've only seen this new form of the game. I saw the end of the wrestling sort of thing, and now I'm seeing the six again in the game speeding up. Now, my only concern about going for the legs tackle is sometimes when you see people going in for low and legs tackles now, is that head contacts the hip very hard? That's because they're not taught to tackle properly anymore. Well, and and the other thing is there's no incentive to the game when they legs tackle. One bloke performs a good legs tackle. You see it every week. The only one that can do it properly is is Gerbo. He always hits next to the hip. No, you see people... Even then, he he gets left down there while mate gets up and plays the ball and they've only got one marker or they're a man short. I think the the only way you can can help, help the legs tackle is to just allow one person to flop. Because that's the only reason why it can't be slowed down. Because you, you have to call it a surrender. No one yeah. can jump on that guy. Otherwise, it's a penalty and it's a flop. So if you let one person to jump on them and just hold them for a couple of seconds, then you might see people start to legs tackle more. Hold on. So what are you saying? If you legs tackle, they're just going to get up and play it quicker. And yeah. you can't get to marker in time. A dominant tackle. So if yeah, you're yeah. saying if you allow that first person to flop, not, not come in with a swinging arm, just just... 
jump on him for a couple of seconds and then get up and play the ball just so it gives that person who legs tackled time to get back to marker. I'm happy with it. Can a legs tackle be called surrender? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's it. That's that's what or I think you were saying. Just legs, you know what I mean, and give them the same rules. As well, or at least, which if, is what? Just to clarify, if it's you what, tackle is that four the legs, seconds? you should be able to work them over like they took out of the ground. You should be able to tackle their legs, hold them down, and kind of work yourself around to the front of them to get back to the marker position, which they call working over now, and they penalise it. You should be allowed to do that. Well, if they, it's the best way to get them away from the head is to reward that. Yeah, legs that's it. Like. That's why the rest will come in to begin with. All right, so moving on then, right? Predictions for this weekend. Are we seeing any changes? Or are we seeing the same hard, heavy hand oh, I come think out once are. again? Same. Yep. same. I think it's only going to get harsher. And the judiciary is going to be a lot more busier. All right, Thing speaking is, of... They're not good learners. Mate. It was the same with the shoulder tackles, the chicken wings, the crocodile rolls, everything. Oh, my God, the call. I Absolutely. saw it live. Cook. Damien that, Cook. That's a wicker wing, sir. Yeah. Della Vitelli. Nah, the only a thing wicker you can do wing. is come down hard on them, smash the shit out of them, and they will eventually adjust. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're slacking off after a week or two, she's just going to go back to the same. Yeah, yeah no, fair fair enough. So, okay, cool. So that's what we think is happening no, this in week. In Sir Pete, we trust. You know what I mean? Like, we, we do trust in Sir Pete, but I, I personally think they've gone about it a bit stupidly. Yeah, it has. Like, even when the players come out and say, ex-players and, and current players come out and say they think that, you know, it's a contact sport. There's going to be contact, and as long as it's not intentional contact but it's to never the head, intentional. sometimes you can't you can't avoid contact to the head. You can if you tackle lower. Then what happens if someone drops on your head or a knee knee falls on your head? Like there's so many ways you can get hit in well, the head. I don't think a knee falling on the head's the same. <sighs> no, well, look, they slow it there's down. There's a lot enough. of bodies. No, if you're going no. low, there's going to be bodies but if falling on you. And you're standing there and you whack them in the head. You deserve everything you get. I was about to say, nine times out of ten, also, a knee in the head is intentional. And nowadays, you can slow it down. You can watch the player make that decision. Even not just a knee. Through. If you're underneath a junior Paulo falling on top yeah, of you, look, going low. And and every time, the coaches, once the, once the rule is more enforced and the game is issued with a change, the coaches that adapt first, I mean, even all the NRL management are saying it, the teams that adapt first will have a competitive advantage. So you watch people now... Mm. Try and figure out, okay, how to do this, how to avoid the head highs, how mm. to try and gain an advantage, and it will happen. But you yeah. don't think clubs should have been let known earlier than just a week? Like, shouldn't they done this preseason and then given these clubs? And I don't think you can say coaches that. Coaches' time to. I don't think you can say that. They had a crazy 2020, and it's their job to react. Like I said, we've seen a crazy amount of injuries and a massive injury toll this year with the new HIA rules, which have only been brought in recently, well, fairly recently. Right. Man, there's been injuries every year. This happens every year. There's always been plenty of injuries. Well, the NRL didn't bring it out this week. They told them last week they were going to do it. Mm, one and week. And the refs didn't, no, the week before, round nine. Yeah, but they before didn't implement it, but they didn't, they right. didn't the do refs, it that week. The refs didn't follow through. So they warned them again. They said, look, this shit's happening yeah. this week, whether you like it or not. And they followed through with it. At the end of the day, you shouldn't be hitting people in the head where it's not on purpose, which none of them are on purpose, let's be honest. And players should be protected. Like, we don't want to see Teddy not playing for four weeks. We don't want to see Puppy not playing for four weeks. We don't want to see our superstars laying on the ground in a heap of mess. We want to see him out on the field. I just want to see him yeah, playing footy. But if if I'm happy that playing footy, to to play footy, to understand, you might get 
a body falling on top of you. You might cop a knee. It's just it's yeah, just part if, of the game. If you tackle someone, they fall on top of you. They're not going to get penalised for that. Yeah, there's a difference. There's no, a difference but you can between... get you can get a HIA. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, look at the at this point, yeah. But you give them a little bit to work out the kinks, and we're, I think we're going to start seeing that maybe the refs start to get a little bit of discretion about no. Nah, Okay, or even the bunker does. No, like, you're nah, always going to have injuries in a contact. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying you're not, but I'm saying accidental ones might not get that penalised. No, they'll they, get penalised. They, they might get be binned or anything. Yeah, that's it. They'll get penalised, put on report, refer to the judiciary to have a really good look at. But aside from that, but when you see these intentionals, the where you see these head-high swinging arms, where mm. you see shoulder charges into heads, direct yeah. forceful contact, which is going to damage a player's brain, then I think that's it. You've got to keep doing this. You've just got to keep pushing them off the field and saying, no, that's not acceptable in this game. That's not what we want. To be honest, they, they need their wits about them. This thing's gotten so fast. They need to keep that motor running, mate. That's all the brain. I just think yeah, it's an overreaction, personally. I think that why, don't, why do we always have to keep changing the rules? Why can't we just... Leave them as the way they are for a little They're bit and enjoy the, the game. Rules. They're just implementing the rules yeah. more All right. harshly. All right, hold on. I feel like we've talked about this for quite a bit, so Berg's just needs to... Justy's just trying to avoid the scores, boys. No, no, no. I'm, about to, I'm about to get into that. I'm about to get into that. I'm about to say good day to everyone on Facebook, but Berg's just needs to do this first. Well, the bag's going to the way the NRL hand, handled it, like the, the bringing in of the tackle. Like we're three weeks away from Origin. Are they going to take that into Origin and ruin Origin for us as well? Or like it's going to be one of them things now. They could have either A, implemented this at the start of the year and give us to, to, to round 13 to work it out, or at least wait till after Origin and then bring it in for the finals. Like, well, yeah, Land, no, you, Landy's you would have been... You wouldn't have been happy if they didn't enforce it during Origin and then brought it in for the finals. Look, so the teams oh, would be oh, way more pissed. Blandy's come out yesterday and said that the, these rules are sticking by in but Origin. Origin's different. No, no, no. They're their same rules. In yeah, Origin. 100%. You've got to keep those same rules because it sets precedent for the NRL. It's it's the greatest stage of the NRL, so you can't enforce different sorts of rules. I get it. That's why. They're going to allow. Agree. I think this year, by rights, if anyone, if Tommy Radonik just meant anything to the game, someone has to throw punches. Like but, and you know what? Someone might teams, and someone so. might and someone might get suspended for it and take that hit. Let's just Someone let might go. call Cattle it's, Dog. It's that you never know. That, that everyone should just let it go if the, all the boys agree to it before the game sign a waiver I'm sorry to the people watching that don't want to see no. it's part of the heritage of the fucking game well it's gone mate do you not love watching it like I understand everyone's a professional athlete and a beast now but if everyone agreed to just body shots and <laughs> you know what I mean alright like, this is wishful thinking well I disagree with you completely on most of it of course you do I don't think the NRL should get the bag. I think the coaches should get the bag for implementing but, this stand-up tackle wrestle fucking bullshit. But the same thing. NRL still let, them ha- let it happen. They didn't stamp it out. Toddy probably got fucking check or something. Yeah, well, Toddy and know, Gallup were absolutely useless. We know that. Yeah, they were. They Terrible. Ruined, they ruined the game. But ruined the game. I'm all for a one-on-one punch-up. If it just stays one-on-one, no third man in shit. Like ice hockey. Yeah, let it go. And sit him down for five minutes, cool off, fellas, and then get back out there. What I'm about down for that? As long as they're both on their feet. Just quickly, yeah. just quickly. Well, I know we've bagged dicks to NRO anyway, and bagged dicks to go into Simonson for the players' bag. Um, <laughs> but with with that shit, should they bring back the five minute 
No. Um, five minutes in, nah. like a lazy, like just a lazy. Nah, no, 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 because then that starts to make it a bit too blurry, and you can start saying, "Well, there's in in-game advantages, disadvantages." Well, no, they've got, the, they've got the video ref now, where I don't think they had that back then. The bunker, whereas they're watching for aggression and and force in the. Rest I think that's going to be. Whereas you can see the lazy one, like. I think that's going to be the difference between being put on report on the field versus being put on. Uh, sin bin or sent off, you know what I mean? If they keep it as like, well, no, they were stages binned them on the weekend. Like Satili Tubanu was one was just. A but lazy, give them, give them a few arm. weeks to get through to it, and hopefully through it's Origin, we start out. to see the discretion being applied to make it, you know. So we're not seeing some vast stoppages. I mean, one of the issues which I saw Wayne Bennett uh, raise uh, was the stoppages in plays that a lot of this now is causing, and it's ruining the momentum. And so that's going to be something that I feel they, they probably will address. Uh, so just give them a couple of weeks. See what yeah. happens. This is all brand new, but they, everyone who knows this shit about this game has said, you know what? Calm down. Give it a couple of weeks. This will work. No, I've seen a lot of people blow it up as well. But just on the how they're going to do it in Origin, um, I actually think from a super coach perspective, it actually hurts Luai a lot more because if the game's going to have that quicker speed and they're not going to be slowing it down as much, players like Luai um, would take advantage. So you would you'd go for him over a wide and say at six. Um, so I've just been thinking of a... My biggest issue with what they've started doing recently is they see a penalty on the first tackle 10 metres out from the set, and then they let the set roll on, they get to the last tackle, they kick, and then they go, oh, well, they've had no advantage, and then they go all the way back to the 10 metre line, give them a penalty, and we start again. Yeah, yeah That's the biggest we issue saw the, I've got. We the saw the disallowed try on the on the weekend, if try you, got if scored. If you see it, blow the penalty straight away. Yep. If you don't, move on. Don't let a whole set of six play out and then don't go play back advantage. and go, oh, well, no, How long your advantage and one tackle? Three. No. Three. If there's a penalty, award the fucking penalty. No, they're six again. No, I'm talking like no, high shots and crushes and shit. That's the thing. They don't go back for the six again call. No, no they, it's, it's usually penalty, yeah, it's usually a headshot a or a crusher. Normally and they wait for some word in the ear to... Yeah, but that's what he's saying. It's the bunker doing it and then it's coming under foul play laws, which is the only reason they're allowed to go back that far. Um, and it has to do with, yeah, how they're doing the send-offs. Well, Freddie was the, blowing the up about it the other day. The ref sees it and he goes, all right, I've got this here. Marked at 15-metre line. And then he lets the set a six-play out and he kind of goes, oh, no advantage, we're coming back. Fuck that shit. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, as soon as you have played on, that's it. You've taken your advantage. It's almost the captain's call to say, look, are you playing the advantage here or not? Like, if you choose no, to if take you it. see it, blow the bloody penalty. Yeah. All those runs and tackles after that just are wiped out in Supercoach. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, 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 and more importantly, yeah. for nothing. It, it, see, if a team's done well to get at the end of the field, they're fucked. They've still played that set. They don't get that back. Like they they come back and well, then I'm sure they take the... another hit. But a, a team's defended that set, and they're obviously already knackered if they manage to let them get to the other end before it happens. Hypothetically, if they go a couple of line breaks and some tackle breaks and fall a meter short, and then oh no, I didn't make back all the way back down, and you don't get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what we saw happen the other day. Um, and, Let's let's move. Let's yeah, that's get it. On the well, scores. Let's get on the scores. Let's get. Oh, let's do We're it. Itching, you know. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, super coach scores. Let's jump into the comments. Good day, Henry. Yeah, yeah. Henry Brins jumped in there. Unfortunately, Henry's dropped down number two this week. Good to have you, yeah, Tim Henry, Moody. Tim oh, no, Moody had an absolute blinder. Matt, special shout out. Good day, Tim. The Shady Jimmy. Super Coach Lurker, uh, coach of the Villy Army. Um, Who's Army? 
He's uh, yeah nailed a sixteen oh four this week. Absolutely killing it. He's killing it in the turbos, Hammy Cup. Yeah, he's keeping me alive because I'm so shit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, Timmy. So yeah, g'day, Timmy. Thanks for joining us. Scott Smith's in there. Timmy Mac, even legends. Uh, just got over Cons Goblins by twenty nine. He was coming for me though. He was Cleary as captain. Diffy says g'day, boys. Uh, hey. Back on the Facebook. What's going on, Diff? Lance George, evening, boys. Best week so far, fifteen twenty. Mate, killed it. Nath Dyer's in there. Um, Townsend's last kick that hit the post but went in. Cost me 500 buck. Multi, spewing bud. Uh, Peter Elza, Suncorp. What a buzz. What a weekend. Back next year. That's it. I saw Peter's uh, Facebook over the weekend. He went to Magic Round because he's, uh, he's up there in the Northern Rivers region. So, uh, yeah, it looks like he had an absolute blinder. He got his uh, his hat signed by the Panthers. Good on you, bud. Uh Shane Foote, how good is Cleary? Please don't remind me because, bugger it, before we get into uh, scores, I know what I'm starting with. Da, 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 da. So what bit me in the ass was my own stupid thoughts, right? I thought, you know what, Sam Walker's at home, Queensland. He might have an absolute blinder of a game. Probably first time he's gotten to play like right out, you know, at home around a bunch of friends and family and stuff. Took the captaincy off Cleary. I had the VC on Turbo, but never really considered the loop. But I took it off Cleary and put it on Walker. Played Cleary, so I still got his points, but I missed out. Had you eaten any of these? On the caps, I uh, put it this way: I'd spent all day trying to fix the fish tank, and uh, yeah, not... oh, I was going to do the exact same thing, and then I got distracted by some Harrison's coffee, and then I seen Sam Walker score his first try. I'm like, oh shit, what have I done? And I didn't really see him for the rest of the game. I was like, Phew. yeah, neither did I. I saw him score his first try too, and I'm just like, I might be onto here something go. here, and then. Short-lived. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. And then, of course, I watched the Panthers game, and it was just one of those games where Cleary dominated. He did everything and just, yeah, tore Were you happy? Up. Were you happy as a Panthers fan? Oh, mate, or... I was cheering as a Panthers fan, but I was sitting on the couch next to my missus, who captained Cleary, know, got ahead of me last me. year. She smashed me, mate. Oh, come on, the white, do something. She, like, 100%. She pulled the peg out of the drawer on Tuesday night, mate. You it got pegged. <laughs> It's nasty, right? That's what I'm trying to say. The point being, yeah, that is uh, what what bit uh, what bit you guys in the ass this week? Not a pegging. Um, Who's up next? Peachy, Toto, Luai. Yeah, wait, what did you score, Juzzy? Pardon, I scored a big fat twelve ninety two this week. Top thirty four percent of scorers for the round. Uh, 12,179, top 15%, and pretty much well out of overall contention now. I've got 1,500 points to make to get the leader, so something crazy like that. Um, so, yeah, my season is pretty much over. I'd say concentrate on head-to-heads, but I have been getting shafted in those for a few weeks now. Still oh, time, mate. But At least no. it's Tuesday. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. I came as soon as I went in, but... What did you guys get? Uh, I got a 13.07. Lackluster. Didn't Captain Cleary. Got savaged by Sav over there at the experience. Just beat your lovely partner by a couple of points. I was lucky. Yeah, she was spewing. Uh, I was fucking cheering. I watched (laughs) Dave come. I think I had a commanding lead over 10 people or eight of me 10 people. And I've come back to win like one or two of them. So I was devastated. 
Um, but yeah, and then it's giving me a total score of twelve thousand three hundred seventy-five nine percent. So I'm still malingering around there. The standard podcasters realm of ten percent, and um, something about eleven thousand nine hundred sixty must be where I'm positioned overall. No, that's your total score, eleven thousand nine hundred sixty. No, my total score is twelve thousand. Oh, okay. Three hundred and something. But yeah, how'd you go, bud? I got a fourteen oh four. It's pretty depressing considering our captain Cleary. I was a bit disappointed by that. Um, yeah, because he got four hundred points really, mm. so you would have had a rough round if he didn't turn up. Just, yeah, just saying. I know. I know. What beer? <laughs> um, no, just holding on to players like Trell and Fafita, having that much money sitting on my sidelines, capable of missing, playing Simonson. Few other things. What's your plans with Capewell? Uh, I'm holding at the moment. Yeah. There's no until a centre, apart from Toto, jumps out and says, "Look, I'm here as keeper for the year." Would bring in Saab. I'm thinking about it, but not for Capewell. Aikens isn't doing too bad. He's he's not he's not having a blinder. But I left him on the pine for like eighty the other day. Yeah, like this last I mean. weekend, like, so a couple of them are having a good weeks here and there and everything, and then he's coming right back to the pack with thirties and shit. So speaking of thirties, has Fergo peaked? Is he in like a hard offload or what? Well, you have yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but he hasn't dropped too much since then. I don't think. Your thing is, you still stay around that price, and you'll be able to have him for Origin. Yeah, well, then that's yeah, pretty much my plan at the moment. Yeah, but also, yeah. like Con said, like I'm just not seeing anyone else stand up. Mm-hmm. Like well, it's the same. It's the hard. same with Laurie. Like he hasn't been. Apart from that one ton, like no, but last been... couple of weeks he has been quieter. It's yeah, yeah he's been he's a bit like harder. Back thirties, but yeah. It, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like so, so you're just thing. waiting for that buy and then you'll uh, punt to but someone. I went up fifty five positions overall. So what's your rate? As cheering, so where are you now? Twenty six ten. Okay, so you, you top two percent still haven't yeah, cracked yeah. the top thousand just top yet. Two percent okay. creeping up on that one percent slowly but surely. Alrighty, well, boys, uh, look, we've, oh, oh, yeah. I'm up last. Oh, sorry, mate. Oh, wait, you here, guys? Fourteen ninety seven. I have now jumped a hundred points over Bergs. And I'm twelve four eight three. Fuck out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> top, uh, top six percent and eight and a half k rank. Nice, nice man. Good work. So good work. slowly going up there. Only last two weeks just been the captain choice, like yeah. Cleary and Turbo. Well, so. that's what it's coming yeah. down to this year. Like if you, like we've been watching the big boys at the top. Like they're lucky, both Henry and um the juicy plumsy Mick. Like I think they had both. Poor captain choices this week still managed to hang on, but no, Juicy Palms had clear, I think. Oh, did he? Right, I'm pretty sure Henry went turbs, but yeah, I'm pretty sure Henry did too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's close up the top there, but a couple of captain choices seem to be where it's at. Like, if if you can pick them, like you got to think if you if it wasn't named if you jack Nico Hines, you wouldn't have been too sore about it either, if you know what I mean. Well, even if you own Nico Hines, you. Oh, I don't even want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it's it. He's made the cash. If you've held on to Staines, he's starting to do a little bit of work now. If you can hold on, that, that's all right. Like, yeah, it's been good to see him well, kicking in the last couple of weeks. Saab is definitely a, yeah, is definitely a standout from the last three weeks. He's been doing all right, like three, four even. So, uh, yeah, it's good to see a couple of these cheapies coming on. Uh, now, am I right in when development players, when are they allowed to start playing? This week. June this 30. week. No. Nah. 
I, I heard it was this week. I was talking to I think it's this dudes, week. A couple of dudes on the internet. Um, pretty sure. <laughs> Please confirm if that's correct. So that's all right. Con, before you get lost in that, because we do have yeah, an no, interview. I, I, I We've got an interview which uh, with Timmy Connor yeah, that we're going to be able to... Quickly through. pump through team list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we're going to be able to go through uh, and you'll be able to look up that and we'll check out the, digi- check out the judiciary happenings as well. Uh, have you got the team list in front of you? We'll go through the team list. I do. There's a bit to get through, so let's smash through it. That's it. Let's. There is a fair bit. Um, well, Cohen Hess is out for the Cowboys with a HIA. Tom Gilbert comes in the starting side for Hess with Hailum Luki, the new fella on the bench to make his NRL debut. Good luck. Um, just one change to the Knights, which is not the change I want to see. I want to see Kurt Mann shot, but... It's a different story. Uh, Wing Heimel Hunt is back out with his hamstring, and Bra- Braden Musgrove comes in. KP still missing. Uh, Warriors Tigers. Josh Curran is out for a hyperextended elbow. Rough He's under him. How long? Looking at two to four weeks, I've heard. Is he a hold? Oh. Doesn't play the buy. If, if your team's in great shape and you've got no other issues and you've got money to upgrade him, I'd upgrade him. But he hasn't. Ma- well, he definitely I hasn't made think, what he's going to make. Yeah, yet. like for me, there are players who I don't want to sell over the buy, and for him, he's he's you know almost four hundred k. So and he's not playing the buy, so he's an easy trade to someone who plays the buy rather than trading like a a gun down. Yeah, someone who plays for the bye. All right, sweet. The other way, I'm going to hold him for round 17 and use him as one of my potential guns for round 17. Um, I mean, I personally think he he's, he was looking like a keeper up until that elbow um, in in that position. So I, I think I'm going to be holding as well. But I, I looked into it with a tra- like couple of trade options with him this week, but I didn't find that he was sort of yeah generating me enough cash out of that trade. I've got other options like Takiyaho that I need to get rid of, I feel like. Okay. All right, Rocco anyway, Berry. Rocco Berry failed his HIA, so he's out. Marcelo Montoya comes back from a knee injury. Uh, Kane Evans back in the starting sign. Jazz goes back to the bench, and Jack Murchie gets a start in the back row with uh, Bailey Sirenen out. Tigers, no changes for the Tigers. Do his stay in centre and buy a state 5-8. Sharks, Dragons, no changes for the Sharks because they're on a roll at the moment. Why would you change something that's so shit? <laughs> um, did you? Did anyone see um, the Sharks? They bought um, Viliami Kikau off Wish. Did you see him on the field? No, no. <laughs> you did see him. No, oh, oh for feet up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the haircut since yeah. I saw it, I was just like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> um, oh, well, fuck you. The Dragons. Uh, they'll be without Josh Maguire, Fumayano, Ravalawa, and Tariq Sims, all suspended for different weeks, respectively. That's that is devastating. And Matt Dufty's out with a shoulder injury, so Cody Ramsey goes to fullback. Yep. Jordan Pereira returns from suspension. How ironic on the wing. Uh, Max Fangai. Yeah, good old Maxi. Um, the other winger, Billy Burns, comes into the centres ah, yeah, for Fumayano, right. Jackson Ford, and Poasa Farmasili. Uh, the new back rowers. Uh, prop Jaden Hunt has been named to make his NRL debut. debut on the bench, where he'll be joined by second gamer Junior Amoni, Cade Ellis, and Daniel Alvaro. Wow, that is a very young team. Like, that is a very 
Yeah. I mean, it, it's up to Hunt and Vaughan to really step up as leaders there now. Cause Hunt and Norman, the halves, yeah, apart from that. It's a young side, but look, like, I'm, I'm happy to give the youngsters a go. Mate, I the Sharks pa- Yeah, Sharks haven't been too good, so... I mean, if the Bulldogs can beat the Sharks, anyone can, sure. Um, oh, rough. All right, cool, moving on. Right, Titans-Bulldogs. Uh, Herman S.A.S.A. and Tyrone Peachy both suspended for three and two weeks, respectively. Uh, Farm Sully goes back to prop with... Uh, to lock with Mo Foot Awake starting a prop. Sam Stone and Aaron Clark, new face on the bench. Ash Taylor has been named amongst the reserves and may be some chance of a return. Bulldogs, uh, Tui Katoa, new sideline. Uh, it's been shoulder charged by Josh Papali'i. Um, and they have debutant Aaron, I'm going to go Shoop. Show up, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to shoot. You can go tomato, tomato. <laughs> Show up. I don't know. <laughs> um, on the wing, uh, Dylan Upper has been named on the bench, which pushes off a hickey Ogden out. Matt Dury has been promoted to the starting side with Adam Elliott back to the bench. About time. He's been very lackluster this year. Uh, Roosters Broncos. We don't even need to pump through the Bulldogs anymore. Like They're never super coach re- no, relevant. No, no. Oh, Dan, okay. Dan sent me his... Tips for the week. A, a brief respite from injury means the Roosters don't have to change anyone, but Tupanua and Angus Crichton are both free to play after being fined. Um, wow, that was so that? lucky. Angus. Tupanua. Tupanua and Angus. Angus. Lucky, oh. man. Broncos. Super League returnee, Albert Kelly, former Supercoach Gun. Is he available He's on Supercoach? the new 5-8. After Coach Kevin Walters lost patience with Milford again. Um, another change. Last week's 18th man, Keenan Palacia. Led to his two games he played in 2019 in replacing back rower Jordan Rickey. David Mead comes on to one wing in place of Corey Oates. And hooker Kobe Hetherington, son of Jason. Bulldogs great. Has been named to make his NRL debut off the bench in place of Denny Levi. Uh, Herbie Farnsworth could be a late withdrawal. Rick Stewart, Jack White and Josh Papali. and uh, Sorry. Ricky Raiders Stewart. <laughs> Jack White and Josh Papali and Josh Hodgson are all suspended. Sam Williams comes to 5'8". Denarmus Louie moves to lock. Moves from lock to prop. And New South Wales Cup halfback Brad Schneider has been named to make his NRL debut off the bench in place of Hodgson. Hudson Young moves to 13. Ryan Sutton comes on to the interchange bench. And, yeah, Jared Craig's fit to play, but has now ongoing issues with his knee. Pappenhausen will miss the week for getting knocked out. So Nico Hines keeps the fullback spot. Chris Lewis gets to partner Jerome Hughes at 5'8". Brendan Smith back from his suspension. That yeah. helps him a lot. Tyrone Smoothie out with injury. And Ron Jack's gone. Oh, sorry. And Aaron Penney comes onto the bench. Did all right last year in his game. My boy, Trell, is back from his suspension. Long awaited. Cody Walker back to 5'8". Benji back to the bench. Josh Mansour back on the wing, which Tane Milne, gone. 
Jacob Host making his return at Heme Sele's expense and Jed Cartwright dropping out of the squad. Um, uh, Sewer and Gagai both got away with fines as well. Good, so, to, good to see the source back. Yeah, that'll help him. Uh, Kate Well takes his spot back from Lee Martin, who goes back to the bench with Hopgood gone. Uh, Matt Burton has kept his spot over Paul Morosky. And Leota and Edwards both escape with fines. Oh, yes. Cheering, because i got Leota as well. Uh, they uh, got to have a fair bit. Parramatta Manly. Uh, That's a tough one to pick, man. I struggled. To I'm got Manly. I'm surprised Manly are 240 in that game. Well, nah, still... not really. you got to look at their form up. Like, what do you mean? They're on form. Like head knock to Tommy, mate. It's fucking over for me. Yeah, it's it. And where are they playing? <laughs> head knock. Where are they playing? Bankwest? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Parramatta have a really good record at Bankwest. They just can sometimes can pull it out of their ass. Yeah, anyway, know. team list. Joey Lussick comes on to the interchange for Ray Stone. The only change for Parramatta. So Jacob Arthur's getting another crack. He does. Done okay. He did all right. Didn't set the world on fire, but he, he did his job. Well, he's only there until Dylan Brown's off suspension. Yeah, of course, but um, bags is back. He's, he's the future there too, especially Brad, if they're keeping Brad Arthur for a while. Dylan Brown's only a kid, mate. Yeah, yeah. He's only like twenty-two. Yeah, I know, but they might, they might, Moses might become Rags. a salary cap issue, he's and they might choose. Nah, they like Moses. Yeah, yeah, I think he was a Parramatta junior, wasn't he? He's like, nope, he's, he was a tiger, tiger. boy. I, th- I think, I think initially he played Parramatta, and then uh, he, he was a. Parramatta fan and Parramatta's junior and then but Tigers that, Tigers matter. picked him up for their junior system, their development system. All the good parallel all the good ones. Correct me if I'm wrong, Facebook. You guys know your shoes uh, anyway. Cade Cust comes in for Kieran Foran, which means Schuster stays in the back row. Martin's power's been named a prop and Sean Kepi on the bench, but they swapped late last week. And been doing Zach good Sadler off the bench. is named on the interchange. Been both doing good off the bench, Marty. Both Marty and Kepi have both been looking good in recent weeks. They've found, uh, yeah, they've found a lot more motivation now. The turbo's back there, and they're laying a bit more of a platform, uh, which is real good to see. Uh, either way of them, uh, either one of them coming into your uh, super coach considerations. Not yet, no. No, I was, I was actually looking. But they at don't power. play the first buy or anything. Yeah. Like if yeah. I was looking at. Maybe I might upgrade someone to him for the 17 if he goes on decent run, but at this point, no. Yeah, well, that's it. I was considering going to power uh, for Takiyaho at this point because Takiyaho, I'm worried, is going to leak some cash. We will. Yeah, well, that's you, it. But we've lost the kicking. And a, and a couple of average games in a row, we plus he's running bench, from the bench. Exactly. So, so he's become a liability and I've got to get rid of him. So who do I get rid of him to? Well, I've, I'm still on Matt Lodge. Pangai? I've got, got Pangai and he's not doing great. Matt Lodge, I'm a little bit iffy about Matt Lodge. I mean, well, he does have a low one in him, but if, you, if, if you're thinking pay The us, fish? No, I had Lodge and I traded him out, so I don't know if I necessarily want to bring him back. Um, I've already got the fish and the fish has been doing me all right. You can push him up. But he's in my front row with Takiyaho. Oh, where's Pangai? Pardon, uh, Pangai's in my back row. So I suppose I can push Pangai up yeah. there and then maybe bring in another back rower. But I can't afford Defi or Papali'i. Yeah, well, the one who I'm I'm thinking of not making any trades this week, but the one if I'm going to make is for Curran, who's about 380, because the one who's well-priced, um, who plays that by and gives me an extra number I was looking at was Brownie, Nathan Brown. He's only about 420K. He's dropped over 150K. 
So to just go current him, just for an extra number, it's only 30K. It, it might be juicier for um, 20K. Yeah. Just an extra number and he can score. Has he been getting decent minutes since he's come back? From yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get the numbers up for you. Um, the last cut, he he did go through a, a bad spell. I was going to say, he obviously has been getting great scores if he's dropped 150K. Well, he yeah, had that injury. Prior. Yeah, he had, he had the injury. injury. And then that... Um, Anyone else you're looking at? Jazzy, you got any questions on there while they look? But uh, nah, look, I do. I got a bunch of questions, but I don't think we're going to get into them yet. So look, we've gone through uh, team list. We've gone through magic round. So I think uh, so. Just on Brownie, he got the try last week, so he put up a sixty-three. Um, but the week before, when he had the low one, he scored the twenty-three. So he only played thirty-seven minutes in that game. So you know, from where rounds one. Through to six, he was playing between 55 to 65 minutes. But then the last round seven, he only got 44 and eight, he got 37. Well, so, since so. them early rounds, you've had Cardi come in doing a job. You've Papali'i. had Papali'i come in doing a really good job. And more importantly, you've had Maddo out. Notice he's had two low scores since Maddo's been back, which but suggests Paulo, that... Paulo's going to play Origin, you'd think. Well, that's it. His last three Brown, scores. Was, yeah. when... No, but... It's a gamble to take. Cast Ride's been killing it. Maddo's been back. Papalini's been yeah. pushed into the middle. Got a 32, a 23, and a 63 with a try. Yeah, they're bringing him on for impact, and he's not delivering at this point. All right, well, look, guys, we're going to... try was with a line break, too, so you take both of them out. Yeah, but, but hold on. Hold on. We'll look at rounds one to five. He scored. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. There's no Cartwright killing it, no Maddo. No, Papali'i pushed into the middle. Maddo was there at the start. Yeah, and then he wasn't. Let's okay. agree. Okay. Let's okay. let's agree to disagree. We might see if it comes up during questions. I do have a bunch of questions on the Facebook, but we also do have a very special guest this week. We were joined by Timmy O'Connor. Uh, g'day, uh, Timmy. Uh, I was calling him Timmy Connor because he's a school teacher, and sometimes I don't like to use their real names. So also just another massive shout out to Get Baked Oz on Snapchat for their delicious baked goods. I'm just eyeing off whatever that slice thing is there. We have been assured it looks good. Of brownies for the podcast next week. All righty. So, so bring the ice cream. I'll let's get Timmy beer. on. Sounds good. Uh, so Moody, love to. That's it. <laughs> just this is our uh, our chat with Timmy O'Connor. Alrighty, welcome to the show, Timmy Connor. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, good, thanks, boys. How you doing? Yeah, mate, we're good. We're good. How you guys doing? Great. Yeah, doing well. Uh, so, uh, Timmy, mate, um, first time on the show. We tried to get you on last week. We were having a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, so, uh, starts at the top, mate. How long have you been super coaching for? Yeah, uh, doing it now for, we reckon, about 10 to 12 years. Um, one of the boys last week, we were trying to do some work out when we reckon we started our league. And one of the boys said he got married in 2009, was on his honeymoon. And, uh, yeah, the, the new wife kept giving him grief that he kept checking his super coach and uh, trying to talk to the boys and finding out who was in and who was out. So uh, that happened in 2009, so we reckon that's when we kicked off. So was that 12 years this year? Yeah, I think so. Mate, uh, so where's your uh, what's your team name? Uh, teammate is the Lightweights FC. Lightweights FC, yeah. And is that a, is that a new one for you, or is that uh, is that is that one been twelve years deep? 
Yeah, no, I've been using it for a long time now. It's uh, the joys of being all of 65 kilos ring and wet. Yeah. Uh, and that's uh, that's on a fat day and all. So, yeah, it's, um, I've, I've used it forever. Yeah. All righty. Uh, boys, you got some questions for Timmy or what? Timmy, what's your team like? What's been your best trades? Uh, best trade, mate. Well, starting with Luai. Uh, not so good the last couple of weeks, but I think that was um, – uh, I had Luai right from the start, and it certainly paid off. Um, yep. He's really good in the early rounds. It uh, doesn't seem to be getting as much ball now. Cleary seems to be running the show a lot more, and that obviously paid dividends if you had him last week for obvious reasons. But, uh, yeah, I've had Cleary and Luai since the start. And, yeah, I've, I've actually managed to save five trades from the start and currently sitting in, uh, what did I say, 816th overall. Oh, so I've I've dropped about 500 places in the last two weeks. Just pure... talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> Just purely down to down to captains. I, I captained Fafita uh, two weeks ago, and then Captain Turbo on the weekend, and both had both had decent games. It's um, uh, we sort of talked a fair bit about this online lately. That it's uh, it's just amazing. The scores this year are just crazy. Like. A couple of years ago, if your uh, if your captain got 90 to 100, 110, 120, you were doing backflips, and now it's just not good enough. Mate, 500 seems to be the new standard. I mean, or near enough. Oh, I don't know about the standard. How, 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 <laughs> how is the uh, the record setter from Cleary? Is he is he your halfback? Uh yeah, mate, he's, he is my halfback. I've had him from the start, so I've I've been pretty lucky with that. But I've only captained him about three or four times so far. Um, I, I did get one of his big scores. But I've just tried to captain on matchups uh, and smart. Like I, I just figured, like I live in Brisbane, so kind of figured that with the amount of rain that we had last week, uh, I've been a Broncos member for a long time and just wasn't quite convinced that, that the Suncorp pitch should hold up. Um, I'm a school teacher, was walking around the Oval on Friday afternoon and the Oval was still still really squishy. So I kind of thought, hey, having eight games of football on one pitch on one weekend after that much rain, I figured that there was no hope in hell that uh, that Cleary was going to come out and bang out to 250 and back to 220. Patrick. Yeah, yeah that's it. So you didn't captain him this week, obviously. Um, I didn't either. Really bit me. Only difference is I captained Sam Walker, thinking he might have a blinder up there at Suncorp. That was a bad yeah. decision. It was a strange yeah. game, the, um, the Penrith one. Like, Burden and Luai both scored 20-odd points and Toto just scored over 30. So that whole left side, which they've normally been so um, lethal on, they just weren't using. They didn't need to use it. They still scored 48 points. So They did. They sent a lot of the action down the right if Cleary didn't do it himself. He's a gun, yeah. man. He's superstar. He's... The, the difference was he, like he, he went right, but he kept going through the middle as well and just playing off the backs of the forwards. And it, it obviously came up trumps for him. The, the hard part was that even when the ball went left, it was because Cleary had it in his hands and he ran left. Yeah, Fisher-Harris has been great to watch. He runs the ball so hard. And even and just all their youngsters that they're coming in, they're just all doing their job. Yeah, no, that's right. What's your buy strategy, Timbo? I don't know, mate. It's uh, I've been tossing it up. All the talk for the last... It's upon you. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. The, the last few weeks, everyone's sort of been saying that, that 13 or 14 was the magic number for round 13 uh, and then go all guns blazing for, for 17 for round 17. But I don't know. It's just so tight at the top. 
I think if you if you turn up with 13 players for round 13, I think you're going to lose a lot of spots. So I'm starting to look the other way now. There seems to be more guns that will be available for round 13, and I'm starting to think go go all out for for 13 and just fall short for 17. Yeah, I'm with you there. I I agree as well. I think in your spot, especially up that up higher end, you definitely got to go for the points a earlier. Lot of people in the groups are saying the same thing. Well, like, round seventeen is very limited. Well, I think on doing the maths, there's like ten guns, and they're not all certified. You know what I mean? Like you've got a couple guns there, um, and the rest are just maybes. Which if you can if you pull in the right seventeen for thirteen. And you can scream ahead a few hundred points, and that if you jag the right captain in seventeen, it can keep you really up there. Like that's yeah, that's... Just, that's my thinking. Like I'm not top thousand like you, so it's not so crucial for me to really think about that. But everyone in the top thousand should be sort of even you. Like you're hunting now, you're back on the up and up. But um, I don't know how you went this week, but you know you know what i mean like yeah. it's one of them things like one wrong move for you now can topple you down to three or four thousand yeah well that's what i mean like i've, I've dropped uh captaining for feeder i lost 230 odd places and then captaining turbo this week was another 250 or something yeah. so uh, in the last two weeks i've gone from 308 to 816 and and that was with a with a thirteen hundred and twenty average or something like that over the over the last two weeks, which is yeah. crazy. Scores are getting out of hand, aren't they? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm loving it, but I'm not like I'm getting any of them. But I mean, they are getting huge. I think the top scorer now for the last two weeks in a row has been over seventeen hundred, which is just insane to think that every player you field is is turning up on average. What Nate and- pulling four fifty by the end? Did he? Yeah. So that's yeah. like crazy if you cut the knife, like crazy points. I think the winning team had Nico Hines in it, Turbo in it. So there, there's three. What's that? And nearly an extra 400 points. Best part of another 400 points. So you got near 800 out of three players if you did that right, which is just yeah, yeah hectic, absolutely hectic. Yeah, it's it's crazy. We've been talking about it online that 1200 oh, from oh, 18 months, oh, two years, uh, 1200 is nothing now. And 1,400 is like the new – it's almost like 1,400 is the new pass score on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. I, th- so, I, think, I think you'll find it is. I think you should if you're under it. Like, I'm under it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So am I. And I've been consistently under it now for a while. Uh, I think I'm averaging around 1,270 or something like that. And, yeah, it's just nowhere near good enough. I'm in top 15%, which ultimately I'm out of the game at this point. You know, yeah. like, especially when you muck up major decisions like, you know, captain and walker over Cleary – Lost the best part of what three hundred and fifty points out of that. That's huge. Yeah. And the hard part is like we, a lot of guys have talked about the loop and things like that, but I just think it's too hard to do this year because there's just so many guys that can turn up. And now to do the loop, like I mean, if if you even if you looped last week, you still got smashed by Cleary. So on on any given week, you're talking one hundred and fifty one hundred and fifty points bare minimum to even contemplate. But then who do you pull out? Like you've got so many guns in your team as it is, you'll pull a guy out and he'll end up turning up. Yeah. That's what happened. Well, nearly I pulled I pulled um, stains out of me side for Simonson that fucked me on the weekend. Don't know well, why I did it either. Like it's just one of them things. I, I, was, I had the VC on turbo and I was about to loop him. If it wasn't for Gamble, who had um single-digit score, I would have been looping. So 
I was happy that I'd gamble, so I ended up getting Cleary's score as my captain. Uh, my question would be, seeing as you are a top thousand player, and that, like, where do you find your information? What pages do you go to? Do you do other podcasts? Like, where's where's the goss? Basically, I I spend a lot of time listening to all the pod- podcasts. So just when I'm driving the car and things like that, I've just got it. It just automatically goes on in the car. So yeah. if, uh, as soon as I jump in the car driving anywhere, I've got a podcast on. Um, if I'm if I'm um, um, mowing the lawn or doing whatever, I've, I've just got a podcast on all the time. Um, I think if you if you're really keen on doing it, uh, the podcast like you guys, this is just sensational to bounce ideas off, especially now with um, social media the way that it is. The fact that we can jump on the phone, send you guys a text right now, and ask a question, uh, and you instantly get the information back. So it's not having to uh, ring your mates or anything like that to bounce ideas off. We're talking to guys that, that just live and breathe this stuff now. And that's it, the groups. The groups are the groups are great, eh? Like they really yeah. are great because you've already in your head. You've got your own mate. You've got your own mind made up. You just you're looking for reasons why not to or why for. You know what I mean? And some some other people's thinking like they think so way outside the box, and it's just so handy for someone else to be doing that thinking rather than me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it that's exactly right sometimes it, you just need a sounding board just to to get a second opinion i guess it's like anything you do in life you, you often want a second opinion on on whether you're doing something or not doing something but um I, like i'm a big believer in um i mean we we all talk about it on these different forums and such about going with your gut and i've just learned over the years of playing it and there's a few things that i've looked at doing this year i've sort of made a trade right the way through till thursday afternoon and then gone no it's just not right and generally, if, if your gut tells you that it doesn't feel like if it doesn't feel 100 percent, if you're not convinced on it, it's probably not the right thing to do and, and look at doing something different. It's, or, it's, saved, it's saved me heaps of times. Or say I'll, it. I'll make a trade on Tuesday night and I'll hold on to it all week till Thursday and then pull the pin because it just doesn't feel right. And I, I haven't had too many go wrong so far. Yeah. Have you, uh, have you saved many trades, mate? Yeah, mate, I've saved five trades, and that's a that's a massive thing for like if I can keep if I can keep those five trades, I think till the big the big buy uh, the big trade round, I think that's gonna gonna help out huge. Hundred uh, percent. That and you've only got to look at injuries and suspensions now. Like every look at the list of suspensions this week. I think having five trades for the last three, four, five rounds is gonna just be massive. Yeah, I, I I really do as well. Five trades is a mad effort for you to have saved, man. Good work. Like, I think I've saved two, and I thought I was doing all right. But for you to be in the top thousand with an extra five up your sleeve, yeah, I think at the back end of the season, that's definitely going to help you. And with this buy planning, especially if you're talking about going all out now, you're not going to feel bad about trading hard for the next couple of rounds to build the team for the buy round, and then being able to change over uh, in that super trade round with the five that you saved now. So yeah. That's awesome. It, it's not just that too. I think now a bit of a little bit of different strategy. Like I think you just need so many players now with high ceilings um, that like looking at the fullbacks and things like that. So now that I've saved a few trades uh, with players coming up now with high BEs and low BEs, I, I can sort of burn some trades for fun. Um, doing things like this week, looking at, at Gutho to going back to Teddy, which was how I did the trade in with. Uh, traded Teddy to Gutho, banked a couple of hundred grand. Uh, now I can go the other way. Gutho back to Teddy, bank another couple of hundred grand. Uh, Teddy plays the Broncos this week, unfortunately. 
uh, unfortunately for my Broncos, that is. But, I mean, I'm expecting him to have a ginormous game. So I can go Gutho to Teddy. Gutho's got 174, 175 BE this week or something. Um, Teddy got a low BE. That could end up being a 200K turnaround just on this week alone. A 400K so, turnaround, what, and how many points have you made in that time? Like, he won't He but, won't play the buyer, but though. But, We're yeah, just back on, on that. Yeah, because you yeah, said before that you'll... Even worst-case scenario, I could flip him back next week. Or if, I'm questioning now whether or not with Paps out or if Paps is out for Origin 1, that we still obviously don't have enough info on that yet. But then Gutho's probably a good chance of picking up that 14 jersey. It'll be no. Gutho or probably Cody Walker. He's a no-shot. He's no shot, uh, who, who are you looking at for round 13, then, if you're going to bring in a couple? Who are you looking at, well, that, that you don't know? That's it. I, I might go back to Gutho. Like it's, that's the plus of having five trades, is I might be able to ride, ride Teddy even just for this week, bank a lot of cash, bank a lot of points. Um, I think Gutho's game this week is probably not as easy. Um, let him drop a few bucks, and then, worst-case scenario, I can... I can flick Teddy back to him next week. See, I mean, you could end up using three trades between fullbacks, and if you do it right, um, end up picking up 600K and riding the wave of points with each yep. of them. So, yep. yeah, I mean, in previous years, we would have thought it was crazy. But I think you, what you've seen with fullbacks and the form fullback uh, and having as many of them in your team as possible, just because their ceilings are just an enormous. Well, yep. if we've... we've... With your position, like you're up there in 800, so your team's okay already, right? Mm. Let's face them facts. The yep. bank and the five trades, like I know it's good money-wise to go that way, but you bank the five trades. If you remember last year, towards the end of the year, those last three or four games, I know it was a shortened season, they didn't have buyers and all the rest of it, but they were rid- r- ridiculously resting people. Like half teams were getting gutted and stuff. Yeah. With the injuries and the suspensions that are going to flow through the rest of the year now, them five trades towards the end of the year, you could easily go through them, and this one trade could turn into three within a couple of weeks. Like It's one of them things where you bank the trades, but you're about to burn them as well. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I, I think it's hard. It's um, I think you're going you're gonna to be rewarded for getting as big a kick on early as you can. And then I think if you can save some trades in the middle, I think that's going to be key. But I think at the moment, with the scores that everyone's pumping out, like we said, if, if you are if you miss a week, if instead of getting 1,400 or when everyone else is getting 1,400, if you get a, an 1,100 or a 1,200, it's it just it's another 200 points you've got to try and catch up later. Yeah. Which that, I mean, late on, when if there is a heap of injuries or suspensions or, or teams are getting rested and that sort of stuff, like you said, look at what happened last year. Uh, the teams were sending out reserve grade sides, and yeah. that was just. But yeah, I think if you've got trades at the end, it's going to help. But I think you you don't want to leave the run too late. Well, you can't take them with you when you die, can you? You know what I mean. Uh, and it's all about that, getting points, isn't it? What's like, that? Sorry, about, it's all about having those points while they're on offer. Like you know, like we've got these fullbacks posting these massive scores. We're going to lose all of them over Origin, so we're not going to yeah. see those scores coming out from the majority of those players. No. So if you don't pick them up now, you don't get them. Well, you, you get, no, you that, get that's one exactly point. Right. Case of now or never. Yeah. How many? You get one point for saving trades a year. 
1.39 or 1.48. I think you worked it out last or... year. It was 1.7 from memory. Yeah, but that was last that year. That was last year. It was 20, 20 games. It's 24. I reckon with the big buy around, yeah, that... you're probably looking about 1.5, 1.6. So, yeah, you're on par. Like, if you if you can manage to put away even a couple more trades, you can near go all the way to the end with going every week and pay the pod. Yeah. yeah. You know no, what I mean? Exactly so that's right. the other thing you can look at as well. And it's it's been interesting. Like, there's a lot of guys up the top who have just blown all their trades so far. Just and you've only got to look at some of the forums and things like that. Like the super coach. Yeah, that's right. The super, <laughs> super coach talk, um, boys. I, I read a lot of that stuff. Um, I don't get a lot of time to post things, unfortunately. Uh, not unless I'm up with the kids nice and early in the, on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. Um, but you you read a lot of the posts and and a lot of guys have just blown trades left, right, and center. Like they've, they've used full trades to get to this point. And yeah, I, I think I think it's going to be key. Like you're going to start running out sooner rather than later. I've saved two. I'm only a two man. I only saved two. But, but like you said, if you're getting the money in the bank, the points in the bank, and you end up with 23 guns or yep. 22 guns by the time you've used all your trades, hopefully that's enough to ride you to the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. with just no, subs. Exactly right. Yeah. I I think what's it'll be interesting to see. Um, I get suspensions and more injuries. I think more cheapies will be coming through. But it's, it's so hard because there's so many less dual position players this year than what there has been in the past. I think in the past it's been much easier to pick up cheapies because well, you can so move everywhere. The centre wing Definitely. second row duels are all rubbish. Like they're, they're absolute yeah. garbage. Kate Wells okay. Peachy's okay. Sucks you're just better off having. You're just better off having a genuine centre wing. There, who has got the high ceiling? Yeah, like they end up making it up for you if, if they go on the run. I started with Simonson, the Fuss, and uh, Suwali, and I've still got Simonson, Fuss, and Suwali. And so, they've all lost money, the bastards. Not Suwali, yeah. but the other two. Yep, that's exactly right. So, well, uh, but then, but it's so hard to trade them to anything else because you've got to have to be competitive. You've got to have them and three hundred grand plus. Yeah, and you were better off starting with enough. Yeah, and that's and exactly right. Aussies enough there. But, but that's that's one thing that I did differently this year to what I've done in the past. I've always gone guns and rookies and had twenty five starters. Whereas this year I went for something a little bit different. I was listening to one of the podcasts, um, sort of between team lists and uh, and the first game of round one. And it was interesting. Somebody put a, a different spin on it. I can't remember which podcast it was, but they were saying that the idea that they had was start with Bloor, start with um, uh, with Walker, start with Suwali because they're going to get a game eventually. So you're technically going to save three trades there. Um, if you can hold on to those guys for as long as you can, but then it gave you more cash to spend in other areas to buy more guns. So, yes, they were nuffs initially but you're basically guaranteed that they're going to get game time sooner or later and hopefully then save you three trades. So I've done that. Um, I've still got Bloor. I've still got oh, – I've had Walker from the start as well and uh, and Suali, and sooner or later they'll all be on the pitch. I mean, Bloor started last week or the week before. He hasn't scored many points yet, but the, the word round is he'll, he'll eventually pick up the uh, one of the second row spots and the Blake's huge. He's just, just a, a machine. Yeah, we my mate coached him, rates him, loves him. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Nut. Remember Nut? He was telling us, yeah, get on Sean Bloor. There's a brother too. There's another Bloor. 
Sorry, I don't remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Timmy, mate. Um, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up. Uh, we're gonna get the uh, get the stream. Uh, let's just say continuing because everyone's watching this live. Um, yeah, uh, but thank you very much for joining us, mate. Um, cheers for listening to the pods. Uh, <laughs> anyone you want to shout out? You got a business or a mate's business or something or anything like that? No, I'm a school teacher, so no businesses. But uh, on the off chance any of the kids uh, see this at school, hey fellas, uh, hope you uh, hope you had a good day. Go to and bed. Who did you be watching the- our super? Turn, turn it off. <laughs> all right. Who's your young fellow play for? Shout out oh, his oh, club. Yeah, who's oh, the junior oh, club? Oh, junior club. Yeah, Redlands Junior Rugby League Club. He plays under sevens. Uh, Coach Tash, she's awesome. Uh, yeah, the, the, the kids do a great job. They've got a great manager in Crystal, and it's run by two ladies, and they are just fantastic. Uh, I'm the, the trainer on the t- – or not the trainer, they call it a league safe. Uh, so I spend a bit of time on the field with the kids, but it, it's just – it's awesome fun, and the kids love it. Um, and they've got a really good team. They only lost one game all of last season. Um, they've already lost one this season. They were pretty dirty last weekend. They got beaten by a couple of tries. But, yeah, the, the, the young bloke just absolutely loves it. He leaves and breathes footy. Yeah, it's nice. awesome. Good stuff. All right, straight, sweet as Redlands Rugby League. Beautiful. Thanks awesome. for joining Thanks. us, Jimmy. Thank Cheers, you, Timmy. See you, Timbo. See you, mate. Enjoy, lads. Alrighty, big massive thanks to Timmy O'Connor for joining us on the show. It was a pleasure to have him. Uh, killing it inside the top 1,000. He's been doing it for a very long time. Just got a couple of quick shout-outs. He said uh, he wants to send a special shout-out to Bailey. That's his boy. He's... Uh, Plays for Redlands Junior Rugby League. Loves it. Uh, he's very much looking forward to starting tackle football at the end of the year. So uh, depending on how the rest of this year goes, looks like it might be legs tackles real hard. Uh, he also wants to send a massive shout-out to the Mount Gravatt Hawks, the over-35s and over-45 soccer competition that he plays in uh, with them, uh, Mount Gravatt Hawks Football Club. And uh, also I just want to say to Michael Carver, do us a favour, send me a message through to the Supercoast page because I don't know why you can't comment, but I definitely want to help you get to the bottom of it. If anyone else is watching us for some reason, can't comment or can't engage on the Facebook posts, let me know because we want everyone to be part of the show. Just on the tackle football thing, Yep. as soon as Mike and Sav's team couldn't turn up for Oztag, we challenge you to a game of tackle football. Oh, Let's real Bring ball. it on. All right, right no, at me, Timmy. No, no head highs. No head highs. Don't worry about it. It'd be lots of low tackles, boys, but don't worry, we'll get yeah, around it. Fucking game, game, game. No, we're, we're, play, we're playing park rules. No, we're playing park rules. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, I think uh, why don't we jump straight into a little bit of trivia real quick. And before we move on with the show, we're going to jump into some questions in a second. So, Guy, you got some trivia for us this week, bud? In State of Origin series. Current? Not current. Oh, okay. And sorry, sorry, sorry. He didn't question? play all of his career at the Warriors. What, 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 was the, what was the question? Which New Zealand Warriors player represented New South Wales in the 2015 State Bergs. of Origin series? Because Warriors never really have a player. Bergs. No, he's already done his, he's already done his dash. Oh, yes. go for it again. Um, Hoffman? Hoffman it was. Great oh, job. Good. Yeah, no, Wonderbird. 
<laughs> Two points. All right. Two points. Who holds the West Tigers club record for most tries in a season? Oh. Bergs. Bergs. Pat Richards. No. Con. Um, Who've been some of their predominant weakest Bergs? I will go Brett Hodgson. No. Damn. Do you going to throw a name, Juz? Feed me a winger. It's got to be a winger. Do I? Is it? I don't know if you may. I don't know. Juz, you probably won't know. No, I definitely won't. One of these two will. West Tigers winger, boys. Oh, I'm thinking Bo Ryan. It can't be Bo. <laughs> Oh, All right, nah. Think similar track, but Taniela Tuia. I was gonna go Tuia. Ah, All right, 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 right moving on. Yeah. All right. Next question. Do I get that? Who? No. <laughs> Who was the New Zealand Warriors' leading try scorer in 2016? Connor. Connor. No. Take a stab, Bergs or oh, Jazzy? Yeah, Jazzy. RTS. RTS. No. Yeah, then. Wasn't Ark? Oh, oh no, it would have been a rooster, right? Um, he he was he was a popular super coach option. Sean Johnson. No, Solomon Carter. Ah, Carter. Yeah. He was good, yeah. He was good. I'll get that All right. <laughs> Who tied with Nathan Merritt as the top try scorer for the 2011 season, each with 23 tries? Connor. Connor. Yeah, Blacklock. Blacklock. 2011. Oh, yeah. All right. Next Berg's <laughs> or Juzzy. <laughs> Nathan Merritt. Can we have a club? No. Yeah, yeah, go on. No. Give us a clue. Yeah, come Jazzy on. gets quickly, a club. Quickly, quickly. He, he, he got, got banned. He got banned. He got banned. From playing in the NRL. The Wolfman. David No. Um, I don't know who's gotten banned from playing in NRL. Liked a bit of... Liked a bit of the nose candy, hey? Benny Barber. Bit of the sugar. Benny Barber. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to Jazzy. Yeah. Yeah. Love it, bro. <laughs> All right. So rocks, they say. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Not up your nose like Benny, anyway. Which Melbourne Storm player was named Dallium Winger of the Year in the inaugural 1998 Melbourne Storm season? Bergs. Bergs. Matt Guyer. No, uh, he was a very good good winger. One of my favourites to watch. Bergs. Can I go again? Take a stab. Oh, I'm gonna go opposite of hello. You grub. Where's my fucking clue? <laughs> oh, come on, Falao. Huh? Falao? No, Juzzy. I was going to say fucking Stephen Bell. Opposite of hello? Goodbye? Marcus Bye. Mar- Marcus Bye. He was a great he was a great winger. Yeah, I did my, my All right. I knew if it wasn't one, it was the other. That was two wingers and you know who <laughs> All right. When the Melbourne Storm enter a stadium, a song plays uh, by Connor. which Australian rock ACDC. band? ACDC. Connor got it. Good got job. One, he's got one. All right. Which warrior? These questions Rick must have sent to us because there seem to be a lot of warriors. Which warrior holds the record for the most career tries? Connor. Connor. Stacey James. No. No. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> that was too late. Jazzy. 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 What have I? Manu Vatavai. Vatavai, yes. Extra I'll point if you that. tell me what prison he's in. <laughs> <laughs> not, none at the moment. All right. I'll take that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's point. Did you put my point down, buddy? Yeah, All right. What is the name of the Sea Eagles cheerleading squad? So they're the Sea something. What do you think they'd be? Give, give, me, a, <laughs> give me a stab. Connor. Connor. Well, I know the Dragons are the Flames, so... 
what do you think Manly would be? Juzzy. The sea what? Juzzy. Feathers? No. Sea mermaids. No. Sea- oh, the Cronulla's mermaids, aren't come they? Come on, come on. Just give us an answer, bud. Sea chicks? Oh, seabirds. Oh! <laughs> yeah, it was. All right. Birds uh, are chicks predominantly. Well, well they get it. Half point each. They got feathers, all right? Calm down. All right. Which Penrith Panther represented the United States in their 2013 Connor. Rugby League World Cup? Connor. He dated a really hot chick. Okay, like. that's useful for us. Anything else that might actually give it away? No, that that should give it away. She, All right, well, I, yeah, I don't know. Right. Clint Newton. There we Fair. go. <laughs> God. All right, fair enough. Uh, all right, is that is that three? Jennifer Hawkins. Yeah. Is that yeah. you? Is that three? That's two, 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 one. Two, two, one. All right, here we go. All right. Too many coffees. What position did Mary or Paul McGregor? Connor. I'm in first. Connor yeah, was first. got him first Down. for sure. Senna. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Inside. come on, come on. That's two of these. Yeah, this is it. This is the decider. All right, oh. taking Newcastle one, mate. <laughs> I don't know about this last one. All right, which former Penrith Panthers winger set a club record? Connor, Connor, Luke Greeny. No, Connor's yeah. gone early. A club record in 2010 for most match points, scoring 30 against the Rabbitohs. He wasn't a winger. Which former Penrith Panthers winger? Berg. Justin. Berg. Ah. Uh, I'm gonna. It wasn't who you said it was. No. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna say Luke Lewis. No, he went on. I'll give Juzzy a clue because Juzzy needs a clue. He went on to play f- for the Gold Coast and ended his career there. No, I wouldn't have any idea. No. Think bags. Pardon? Yeah. Think bags like last year. Uh, Who was uh, it? Mick Gordon. Yeah? Flash. Michael Gordon, Michael it was. Gordon. Right, yeah, yeah, but it was sweet. a bit late. All right. Up to 2016, who was the only West Tiger to have represented Queensland in a state of origin match? Bergs. Bergs. And by. Nah. No. Scotty uh, Prince. Scotty Prince. Bang. Con takes the win. win. Oh, Great come job. from behind. Come from behind. All righty. All right, let's Fuck get on to questions. questions. So I'm just going to quickly go through uh, quickly go through Facebook and say g'day to a bunch of people that are in there. Timmy Mack says, anyone going to Hines? Not sure of the job security. Could be warm on the bench in another week or two. Man, after that hit on Pappy, and he's already been looking real good, um, and then he covers the bye. Uh, so if Pappy is back, he goes to Origin. If Pappy's out for the full four, I'm, for me, he's looking at by the season, to be honest. I, I can see an outside-the-box answer to this question, where even if everyone's fully fit, either George Jennings or Remus Smith makes way and Nico Hines plays centre. Well, uh, that's it. To be honest, if you can have two fullbacks roaming in that field and executing those plays, they're working quite well with two hookers. It doesn't seem that crazy that Bellamy would run with two operating fullbacks out there as and well if, if he if, could. If they don't play him in the starting team, he's gone. Who, Hines? Yeah. Yep. He's going to another club. Yeah, well, because he's gotten a taste of starting now and he's proved it that he can. So, yeah, he'll get some market value out of that. All right. Mark Hindle, hey, champs. 15-47 this Whoa, week. Oh, Marky. Marky. Killing it. He plays Juzzy in his league too. Uh, so, he's hoping he doesn't do that well Yay. this week. 
Bank Packers last week. But uh, yeah, just a reminder, get on the hashtag push for better. Uh, the team is push-ups with a capital P. Uh, join the team and do some push-ups with us. We start in two weeks. That's all put together by Mark. Uh, Jared Watson says, g'day, donate, fellas. Donate. Is what we need, isn't it? Donators. Yeah, we do. We do. We need some people to donate and join the team there as well and support us so we, Marky can hit it's his goal. It's just 10 bucks. I'll do your push-ups if you donate. Uh, Jared Watson says, G'day, fellas. Call me Watto from now on. So Watto says... Watto. <laughs> Watto. Uh, Watto had a uh, shocker this week. 2020 Captain IPAP as a pod that failed. Played Simonson and TKO. Took the gamble uh, but didn't play him. So, uh, wow, rough one for him. Sorry, Watto. Dilbert Parmigiana. Who was, uh, did everyone jump on Gamble? Or? I did. No, nah, I didn't. I kept sure stuff. I, I still think he got ripped off for a dropout and should have at least scored 14 points. Send an email. <laughs> I did, and look, I, I'm actually, I'd be happy if he just got dropped and was gone for good and was just enough because he's dual. And f- luckily for me, I got him because I, did, I didn't end up looping. He, he forced me not to loop. He's never going to be my 17 anyway. So I just did it to make the cash. Just on that, I, I had a, someone comment on, on Instagram uh, earlier today about uh, how, like I, I said, oh, who took the gamble. I wasn't actually rubbishing him as a football player. It was just that he's a super, like was super coach wise that he went backwards on the weekend. He, he um, commented today saying, oh, they're good blokes and that look. Like I said in the thing, the best the best halfback in the world was super coach irrelevant. You mm. know what I mean? So it doesn't matter really. Oh. He he's got a he's got a yeah, but was he the best halfback in the world? In a oh, game righty, I feel like we're getting distracted. He's got so. hold on, hold Wait, on. You, you Just take, on gamble, he's got a BE of twenty, so he's still predicted to that, beat it and make cash anyway this I week. Think he's not going to be in. You add eight points to him and the force drop out. He's up twenty two. Another ten minutes of game time, he could have scored a fucking whopping twenty seven. At the end of the day. <laughs> so, Dilbert Parmigiana says, is Gutho a sell with a 171 break even? No, for me. I think if, if you have. Yeah, if, if, you... if you're playing for points, like overall points, I think you brought him in to cover you for the buy round. Like, it's not his fault he did so well. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you're playing head to head. Gone? Gone. Head to head, definitely uh, gone. Even overall, I'd trade a Dewey. All right, so I, I personally run. would trade, but I just think if if you went to him in the first place, most of them, most people wouldn't have started with him. They've gone to him in the last month, so I think if you've gone to him, you have to stick to that buy what because if, that's what your original well, plan was. He's done his was. job for the last few months, made two hundred and fifty k. Yeah, and then you, you have Dewey now, no. make another hundred. Yeah, but you would have planned on him scoring. being that number for that buy. Can you put Dewey somewhere else? Isn't he dual? five eight? Five eight, yeah. So you'd have to move on like a Watto or a... Gamble or a Schuster or, yeah, Schuster, someone like that because yeah. you're not putting him as your starting 5'8". The other option is, uh, <laughs> would you do the Timmy O'Connor model of, would you go uh, Gutho back to Teddy, especially if you went from Teddy to Gutho in the first place? 100%. Head, I head. love that trade, yeah. He's head got head. a plan. All right, you sweet know what I mean, Timmy has a plan. And, and like he said, next week after that, he might just go back to Guffo because he saved them trades. Yeah, and that's you know, it. And still, still keep him back for, for him. yeah for buy coverage. Uh, all right, Scott Smith says biggest score for me this year fifteen oh four. Nice, nice, Scotty. Is the kicker didn't Captain Cleary? Wow, Ooh, had the cheese and Capewell starting side as well. What? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, hey man, I don't know, killing it. Must Scott. have had Hines. And... Send, send us through your team, bud. We would love to Scotty. see what you got there. Uh, Two thousand. Maxwell White, hey fellas, I hope your week was as good as mine. Moved the C from Cleary to Puppy last minute. Was looking at 1500 plus, barely made 13. Cost me the head to head as well. Ugh. 
Oh, buddy. Sorry, man. Yeah, that captain button's just sometimes so hard to press. (laughs) Oh, it got got me good this week, but Jesus. Uh, Yeah, Mark Val says, G'day, champions. Bowsy. David Hinsley. You're all doing well down there. Yeah. I I passed out for Alan Friday. I I will (laughs) admit, I will admit, I took some time out to go over to Berg's to, uh, that's it, Light one up foul on Friday, and uh, don't worry, I'm I, uh, yeah, that's it. In, I had plenty of drinks for Al. Yeah, it's it. I, I, I watched the footy for him in the, in the evening as well. Had a couple of jammos, watched I the footy, drinks. might have had another one. Uh, so yeah, hope you're doing all right, buddy. David Himsley says, Good evening, all Gary Barnes, evening, good lads. Evening. Bit of a shocker last week, 13 10 dropped to a rank of 47, so still right up there. But, uh, yeah, those captain choices. Uh, He's thinking of getting Teddy for the cash and the points against the Broncos. Yeah, can't see you wrong there. I think Timmy's on board. You guys cool with that? A few people are going that way. Yeah, I like that trade. All right, sweet ass. Henry Bryn says, I feel you. He got a 12.98 this week. Dropped out of the top spot. Uh, Ted Woods, evening blokes. Be proud, all Con 2 competitors. Absolutely killing it. So, uh, da-da-da-da-da-da. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, hold on. Oh, I've got a sound effect for this. Well, first, thanks, Teddy. Owen's been getting around, mate. He's not alone. Teddy's just the first to bring it up. So would you care to tell us what is going on with the Con 2 League? Yeah, well, Con 2 League's moved up from, I think, sixth last week into first position. I think we're about 450 points ahead of the THC Cup. Which is the Turbo Sammy Cup. Yeah, Yeah, I'm bringing that down. My bad. All in all, I'm in two leagues that are ranked one and two, so go con. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> there is obviously a bunch of diehard super coaches out there who are keen on. Now, good work, fellas, in, in that league. Keep it up. Let's see if we can win the top spot for the year. I think up until a couple of years, you're going to be spewing. <clears throat> up until a couple of years, I used to give 20k to that. Anyway, in the top group got a thousand bucks. Spewing. Anyway, Nathan Dyer uh, spewing about uh, yeah his multi still. Uh, Send an Instagram message, mate. Yeah, that's it. He had a multi. He had a multi for Will Kennedy, AJ Kalamatani, anytime try scorers, bunnies ten point five. Who's that, Dan? Um, yeah, no, Nath Dyer. Uh, but that's it, Dan Hand. I do believe has got a hand coming up for us real soon. Watto says, ducking into a tackle to draw a sin bin or a send-off now is going to be a tactic for coaches to exploit. It should be called doing a teddy. Well, hopefully that's where they start to use their common sense. The discretion. If it's deliberate, they've ducked. Penalty, yeah. sufficient, no 10 minutes. Yeah, that's it. I think it's direct, forceful contact, intentional, yeah. forceful contact. If there's an element of the player getting themselves into that position, then you've got to put that on the player as well. I think everyone's responsible for player welfare out there including the players and the defenders, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like even even the one where it's forceful and it bounces off the ball or shoulder or something, I think that should just be penalty sufficient. Move on. Yep. All righty. Well, the Nathan Browns was like that off the ball. Josh McGuire's. All right, Maguire's don't get me wrong. I've, I've already had a look. We're going to get plenty of chances to keep talking about tackle uh, types and stuff like that and different comparisons. Luke Hopkins uh, says he's loving the potty. Uh, 1465 with Teddy as captain. He's in 3K overall. Good on nice, you, buddy. Nice. Dan Hand. He says when people say they're purely head-to-head, they are actually saying, I'm no good at super coach, so I'll pretend to be focused on a certain area. Yes. 
<laughs> so, so I'll take you up there overall, Dan. But no, I've, I think he's playing strictly head to head. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> Play for bragging rights. Well, it depends if the cash. I do believe Dan Hand's got his hand of the week yeah. for us. Yes, the hand from Dan this week is juicy. I will say that it's Brimston anytime try scorer. Plums juicy. There yeah, are very juicy plums out there. Um, yeah, so Brimo anytime, Toto anytime, Roosters to win and Titans to win. So that's the sneaky hand from Dan this what, week. What kind of odds we got? Didn't check. Okay. Just throw it on. All right, you got some questions there for us, Burks. I've got a few more comments here. Yes, but... from the Twitter sphere, I have Chris Holdsworth. Would you sell Cleary if he had a 60 game before State of Origin and gets a huge break even just for a couple of weeks to make 100, 150, 200K and then get back in? Is. T- and is TKO a sell or just ha- hang on for the number with the minutes increase in case the minutes increase at some point? Hell no and yes. So don't sell Cleary like no. you're just going to hold him through Origin because he's Absolutely. just ultimate. Yeah, and TKO, time to go. Well, at the end of the day, if you sell Cleary, you're going to get one extra game out of some other halfback who's averaging 30 points lower. Well, you've been spruiking Ramey yep, Ram. Yeah, but he's my second. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you've been spruiking Ramey Ram. Yeah, but he wouldn't sell Cleary for him. No, I wouldn't even know. All right, sweet as. And TK's got to go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I agree. Me too. Now, Diffie. Diffie. Adam Diffie. Diffmaster. Curran and Gutho to Teddy and Maddo. Keeping in mind, I've taken a bit of a hit with by planning. No, love it. Love it. Yeah, 100%. As I've held Maguire and Phil yep, love it. At least they won't lose money this week and can trade them next week. Yep, 100%. Good work. And Supercoach Spud. G'day, lads. I have Teddy and Ponga in my fullback position and Hines in my centre wing. Is it worth getting Turbo in for Ponga? Yep. Or moving Hines to fullback via Jules and get a gun centre wing? No. 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 Well, while you can keep someone who's playing fullback while Puppy's out in your centres, that's gold. Get Turbo in as well. I mean, if you had that last week... All those guys got over centuries. I think you got 400 points between three players, if well, not 500 be, points between three players. He'd be gun center wing over the past three weeks. Oh, 100%. Him and the Fox. Yeah, yeah, how, long, how long till KP's back? I don't Next think it matters. Manly don't play a top team till Storm around 21. And Turbo is just... So load up. Yeah, Turbo's yeah, no, I'm not stuff. selling Turbo. I'm saying Teddy. That's why I'll, you guys were talking about selling Saab earlier. I wouldn't sell him. No, if, if, that's it. if you've got him, 100%, he, he's, he's No, once he makes his cash, I'm going to flick him down. I, I don't think he's made his cash, and I think he'll keep being one of the top five centre wings over that period until they play the Storm at least. David, right. David Hawes says, we got any love for Kenny Bromwich? Nope. Oh, no, nah, not Had really. him in my draft team all year, traded him out this week. Oh, okay. So finally cons- got a try. Consturdy. No, all but right. he, well, he's averaged, I think, 39 or something for the year. He's had one good game. Don't get sucked in. Trap, trap, trap. All right, sweet. Yeah. Um, also, this now we are on to... That was thanks to the Twitter sphere. Now we're on to Facebook. Murray Hill, you blokes rock. Cheers, thanks, Mars. Thanks, Mars. Which games from round 13 to 17 are Origin players going to miss? They're going to miss round 13 and 17. And some may miss the week after, yeah, well, depending depends on, on how, if they get rested or, or not. injuries as well, so... There's because there's they got that same round the super round yeah. again in the middle where you got like internationals yeah. coming in between fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, that's good. I like that. That was classic, man. 
So, um, I mean, ideally, they're going to miss just the two, just 13 and 17. So, well, they'll technically only miss one round because their team will only play one of those. That's it. But, but they'll do, be backing up. In yeah, you two. do have to watch for them backing up, uh, them getting reduced minutes or maybe them just not being as dominant uh, out there. But also, for, in my experience, like, it can Teddy, be the complete flip side. Yeah, it, it can supercharge them and they can come back into club land just a completely different beast. Munster can do it. Teddy can do it. Turbo can do Especially it. Especially if you get the earlier game. So if you're from a better team yeah. that gets the Friday, Thursday, Friday games. Um, yeah, the, the backup early is yeah, they better tend than to the say Sunday backup. Two days after is way better than the yeah, five four, days. Four or five around. days, yeah. So that that's what you're looking for too. Like if you can jag a... Teddy will definitely play probably a, a Friday or, or a Saturday. Well, you'd, you'd have to look at the draw and figure out who's playing the Thursday, yeah. Fridays in, in round 14. play Friday, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, in rounds 14 and 18 there. All so right, Aaron Jeffries. Hey, boys, since Teddy has bottomed out, I'm thinking of trading out Kate Well to Teddy. Only Absolutely. Six, only 60K difference, and Teddy has a higher ceiling. Got Hines at fullback. I can move up to same 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. All over it. Do, do yeah. it, do it, do it. Like Jazzy on a cake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, like Jazzy on some sca- uh, some snacks from Get Back Dolls. There's the cake right there. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Steve Richards, question for you guys. How come Con told me to jump on Rapana? Oh, oh no, no! If you if you if you listened to him last week, we're sorry. But by the time we got through to tips, you should have known he was clearly not thinking straight. All right. Uh, he told me to jump on Ray Parner, and he hasn't played since. What's the go? Does Con take pleasure in stuffing my team around, or what? He's yeah. a sick man. He's a sangster. <laughs> he needs to be stopped before he does this to anyone else. By the way, I got fifteen fifty four on the weekend, boys. Keep it up. Oh, killing it! Good work, Richo. I, I believe you suggested Rapana, and I said I don't think he's the worst option. I don't think I. No, I'm pretty either. sure you said no fucking oh, I'm, Richo. I'm pretty I'll sure. Let you down with Joey. Get on, Ratch Harrington. <laughs> Sorry, Richo. At least we'll forget about money. How, yeah. how did you give him another one? I don't think I did. Just when you we're going, with, off. we're going. With, oh, he was oh. never laying off. Let's yeah. be honest. We've got, oh. we got another year and a half now <laughs> for Barna. Uh Wado, hey fellas, with Karen out and TK leaking cash with reduced minutes, was thinking TKO to Tofu. Or James Fisher Harris, if he he plays round thirteen, yeah. So leaning towards that, then who is the best cheapy mid range to place current? No, there is one. Yeah, no, no one got named this week. Is it time to start looking at Mister Jared Anderson? <laughs> Possibly. I said Nathan Brown. It's only thirty k difference, yeah, so you don't have to make two at trades. No, you got you got no other option. No, well, he wants to go Takiyaho to oh, Tohu, which he is to going to spend money. his money. So he wants to downgrade oh, so, Karen. Yeah. Wants so to make some to the money next I thought he said mid-range. I mean, look, the only person who I would put in there, if you don't already have him, would be Bloor. He's still bargain basement. He's only just come back. He's starting on the bench, but word is he'll make his way into the starting side in the second row. We've seen he's got a bit of fight. We've seen that he's got... Yeah, uh, it might be his fucking detriment too. It might it, it might, it might, be, but uh, we've also seen he, that it, it, I think he's going to be able to get some attacking stats out there at an edge, so... Bloor would be my option. I mean, that's personally who I went to a couple of weeks ago now that he's coming back, but it is a risk. Massive. Yeah, I'd, I'd go to enough at the moment. I, I, if anything, I'd I'd think Jared Anderson because he's a dual. 
and he's definitely not playing for. He doesn't even have an NRL contract. So yeah, he's definitely not playing. Um, also, uh, TKO to Tofu, uh, couldn't say no to that, but I do also like TKO to the Fish. Fish is definitely getting into match fitness now. It's taken all the forwards, well, I think, a little while. With the Fish, He's you dual. can duel him up. So yeah, if you that's do why I get got him. stuck and, and when you want to get him out, you can yeah. weigh up your options either way, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. So that's, I mean, that's really. why I'd be looking at Fish. If you want to get someone else out, you can use him that way. But if you want to get him out, you're stuck getting in someone who's in his position. Not necessarily. Not unless you, you, yeah. you get Jared Anderson. Yeah, unless you, well, unless you got, or if you got Pungai, if you got Pungai or something, you could always yeah. flick him up. So, so there is options. Uh, yeah. More, right. Steve Quigg. Go Tofu. Curran to JFH and new Tessie new to Hines. Decent. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. are there better front row, second row options? Can afford anyone, um, f- mate. Unless you can get Papa Lee, or, yeah. or if you don't already have him, he'd be the only other person who I'd steer you into. I'd really like the sound of that if you can do it, hundred percent. Maddo as well. Yeah, he's there. not a jewel. No, he's not. But um, he said, "Oh yeah, yeah, jewel, jewel." My bad. All right, moving on. Dan Morgan, g'day lads. <clears throat> What's everyone doing with Big Stefano and Lenu pending TLT? Well, I got rid of Lenu a little while ago. I held on to Leota. Um, I never had Stefano. What did you guys do with him? Never I never had him either, unfortunately. But I, I had him, him but Trey, yeah, I cashed him out. Yeah. Is Stefano de Kerr for extra 30K viable with the Dragon softish run? Plays 13, 86 in roll and average to make coin. And the injury suspension carnage over there at the Dragons. That's, you can see Con thinking about it. So it's obviously not a bad idea. Yeah. I really don't hate it. Well, they got two out for five weeks at least. Yeah, so he's going to get some minutes. He's, he should have a bit of security. Do they play the first buy? No. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah they, they do. do. Yeah, so, mean, yeah. so then you've got buy coverage through oh, him as well. Yeah. Oh, hello. I don't mind Take me yourself, Dan. Um. Yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't tell anyone. Don't worry about it, right? Uh, David Stons, Welch and Uka. Uto Ikamanu. Yeah, Big Stefano, <laughs> JFH and Madison. Yep. Sweet. Sounds good to me. Beautiful. Yeah. I don't mind that. Bike coverage on both of them. Yeah, Jewel through one of them. Attacking stats through the other. Yeah, beautiful. All right. Adam Thompson, this is a bit of a different thinker for us, boys. Uh, thinking Sam Walker to Mitch Moses and Tino to Tom Alolo. Thoughts on that? I, I can understand that, that, that moving the halves, especially for bike coverage. And, and Sam looks like he's got a bit of a bunk shoulder and stuff at the moment. Um, like he's still on the young. What do you think of... Uh, what I was it? Who to Lolo? Tino. Tino to Lolo. What do you reckon of that con? Bergs, what do you think? I don't mind. I don't mind it because you definitely have Lolo's coverage there. And in saying that, he's still not setting the world on fire. Like he had one good week and then he's back to a fifty last week, wasn't he? But he, but he look, but he looks good. He and and look remember, bad. he's been out for a little bit. I think by the time well, you, you got to remember, if anything, he's got to be working his way towards you know complete like peak match fitness for the Tongan games well, and then the back end of the season. The other week, and then because of an injury, and then back to like fifty odd last. No, he got sixty four on the weekend for a fifty three. But he's coming out and admitted that he's paying through the pain threshold in both of his hands from the fractures. Oh, yeah. So is he long-term, or do you think we might lose him again this year? I don't think we'll lose him again this year, but I think he's probably still a couple of weeks away from full peak fitness. Might Could he drop hands. a bit more cash, or is he going to stay that stay that sort of price? 
Um, yeah, I think I think I think he'll float around what he's at at the moment, which is eight five hundred and eighty two. Four. So he, so he's he's lucrative. He's juicy. I don't think he'll drop much more than that. He got a break even at fifty nine. <clears throat> fifty nine this week, which he can easily pull. Definitely. Mm. I mean, for me, the more the more you tell me, the more I think now is the week to go for it. But well, you're both sort of umming towards yesterday. What about Mitch Moses? <clears throat> I like that. I like that a lot. But if he comes out with 61 on the weekend, and then uh, back to a 55 next weekend, he's going to drop 32k, and then not drop... too much. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but it's, if you can it's wait a little bit, if you, so can, you can wait hold a week on till 13. Yeah, it's, if you can wait a That's week, he doesn't play 13. So yeah, if you buy him after. 13 for 14 and run home could be a really good option. All right, yeah. sweet as. Bo Gleason, is Hines still an option at 580k considering Pappenhausen probably won't play much before Origin and will be a great round 13 player? That massive score will be in his rolling average for the next two weeks. He, I think he's only going to go up in money. Judging by what I'm seeing with him out, I'm, I'm going to say he's going to peak around 750K. So I think you can still get on and make 150K if you've got him. I'm, he's firming up for me. He's by the year. We'll see how they use him in the in I'm the, jumping on. I'm jumping on too, I'll be honest. I, I was definitely weighing him up as one of my trade options this week. Teddy Woods, big Ted blokes. The only magic I saw was by the refing, waving their wands around and boom, a fucking disappearing act. Fucking shit blokes. Oh, and just a shout out to the Con Two Comp, be proud blokes and blokeettes. Sweet ass. Heavily involved in there. I disagree, but Teddy. That's it. We've already we've already had our done our dash on that. Maddie Drew, everyone that I that I want has either has has a huge break even or is off on suspension or about to play Origin. I sold Ponga due to injury, put Laurie back there. How do I fix that? <laughs> Nico Hines. Or or just now do I wait till after Origin to save the trades? Who do I have to put there? Fullback. I only have center wing covered. Turbo is the other fullback. Nico Hines, uh, for me, is the, is who you put back there. If you're rolling with Laurie back there at the moment. Well, by the time Nico's finished, you can probably safely say you could go straight to Pappenhausen if you wanted to. Maybe not straight because Puppy. Oh, actually, no, because Puppy came out and played, so he'll lose some cash after that, won't he? Or snap well, up to he needs to play juicy. again. Yeah, it's not, yeah that's to drop another more. one. Yep. All right, did we answer that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Kat, Kieran Myler. I captain Turbo and was buzzing until Sunday. What a performance. <laughs> I was the same, bro, I'll be honest. What a performance. <clears throat> and had serious FOMO. I, re- I didn't captain Cleary, but still got a 14-10. Who's your number six for New South Wales, as I fancy Cody Walker from round 14 onwards, so hoping he's not picked. Should I keep Burton till then and wait a week as he lost me a few a few key head-to-heads? I'd, I'd, I'd be keeping Burton this week, man. He's playing effectively his own home game down at Dubbo. And between him and Isaiah Yo, they are the two players to watch for Penrith this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, lo- I love the Walker idea for 14 onwards. They, their draw is great Pretty for about six or seven weeks after... 14, I don't think he makes origin. I think Luai plays six because just due to Jack White and shit form. And probably Yo getting picked at lock and clear at half. So you got the club combos there. And Especially if they happen to take Appy as hooker. No, no they're definitely not taking Appy as hooker. Hooker, mate. Um, 
but holding on to Burton to toss it a coin for me. What What do you mean? So like, what two weeks ago? I know Supercoach is a minute by minute. Thing. No, I think he's averaged like thirty five over the last three weeks. They didn't that go to the left side. A couple of people did. Um, just bring him in for the coverage. They were willing to take the hit of the money. No, if you're willing to take the hit of the money, then yeah, by all means, hold him till round thirteen. And then trade him to Walker. Is he a chance of being one of those? Like captain options for 13, like playing in the halves for Penrith for maybe against two, I don't know who they play, but maybe against a decimated side. Like, is he a chance of doing what Cleary does? Like, he's got, he, he's definitely got some skills, and you're right, if they're, if they're up against a decimated side themselves, but I'm not entirely sure who they are playing. Wait, hold on, I've got a Rooney, I think. Penrith in 13, they're playing the Tigers, so they're not going to be playing a decimated side due to origin, yeah, but they are, decimated yeah. side. Oh, they are playing the Tigers, yeah, 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 so, Sorry, boys. you know, just put it out there. love the Tigers, um, but yeah, I, I, I don't think, I don't think Cody Walker plays origin either, personally, I think if Jack White don't play six, the Y will play six. I, I think the only chance Cody Walker plays origin is if Pups misses out and he gets the 14 spot. I think those two are fighting it out for the 14 role. Alrighty. Hey, I've got one here from Petey Thompson. He says, explain Petey. the difference between Moses' high shot on RTS and Deefy's high shot on Toto. Shoulder uh, to Anthony, Don, and Burrs on Teddy. They're the same thing, virtually. Yeah. Like he slipped into the That's the thing. There's a lot of things. I saw one in the Dragons game. I think it was on Norman with Kafusi coming in with the arm to the head. Like, if you knit and pick, slow it down in slow-mo, you're always going to find things wrong. Like, well, the thing is with oh, the thing is with the, dis- the discretions, like, you would have thought if so, that this was the week that they're going to start sending out some emails for um, who are those people that pick up on it late. Bunker. No, nah, like, after the games. Match review Match committee. Match review committee. So... It's already Tuesday. We've heard nothing, so I think they got their number, their quota for the weekend. We'll we'll get them next weekend. They'll be form fuck ups. Well, no, I mean, no, no, I think every ref sees it differently and adjudicates it differently. Like all the refs aren't gonna have the same view. Yeah, rule exactly the same on every single play. It's just impossible. Alrighty, Sean O'Vera, it says, G'day, g'day, lads. Uh, it's good to see you, champions. Snuck into the top 1% this week. Scored a 1570. Almost nice. Ranked a 1379. Best position ever for me. Good on you, Sean. Well, mate. well done. Keep killing it up. Killing it. That's it. You've been in the chat every single week, man. Absolutely killing it. Glad you. Like Obviously man. not listening to us. Exactly. You beat me to it. <laughs> Petey Thompson. He's listening to you, Moody, over there at the uh, experience. <laughs> Petey Thompson says 60% of concussion. Discussions are defensive. Uh, Shawno says, is it worth wasting a trade bringing in Teddy for Gutho? Is Teddy a bottom dollar? Yeah, we talked about that with Timmy. We're all loving it. Brad Smith agrees with you, Bergs. I'm not entirely sure what with. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll roll with that. <clears throat> Gary Barn says, origin is different. Rules seem to go out the door. I think this is in relation to when we were talking they about are a lot, They yeah. are a lot more lax. Well, well, they usually are, but Vlandy's actually came out. Well, I hope he doesn't fucking go and watch because I'd much rather it just be... We already oh. lost so much from Origin. Like rules it's already, are rules. It's a brutal contest. This is what you were just saying before. Rules are rules. Yeah, but All righty. You know, I feel like we talked bit. about this enough at the start. Ross Mann says, hello, boys. Big round scored 1575. Nice work, Ross. Didn't, didn't yeah. Captain Cleary. Holy shit. 
but gained 5,000 <clears> spots, <throat> nearing the top 5,000 now after a shocking unless, couple of unless weeks. Unless he captain Nico Hines, he would have been top spot for the week. If yeah, or, or Turbo. Turbo was still up there pretty high. Not that high. No, we near. Didn't Turbo get like 190 this week? 119. Yeah. Oh, okay. 193 week before, though. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I must have been confused with the week before. All righty. Gary, Bar- Gary Barnes says, Henry Brind, bloody Cleary. Sorry about losing the top spot. Petey says, what right, happens? Mate. You'll get back. Mate, you just claw back. Claw right. back. What did Petey say? Nah, moving on. Tim Moody says, boys, thanks for getting around me. No worries, Tim. Absolutely killing You're it. skipping a lot there, mate. Shout out to the Villy Army. Yeah, because it's like literally some people maybe had a few Harringtons tonight of us. Well, question. you told me you were going to shout them out. No, they've asked the, it's the same people asking the same question three times. Anyway, Dale James says, new rules are equivalent... You're missing a lot of people there, mate. ...to like watching <laughs> UFC with no punches or kicks. Athletes know what they signed up for. Stop ruining the game like NFL. Oh, yeah, NRL. No, they have. They've... Are, the, are the NRL ruining the game by getting the high they're shots out? The game. They're, they're cleaning up the game. For the world, they're going to be wearing pads and helmets soon. We, are we just moving no. towards NRL? No, sweet uh, NFL. Sorry, definitely not. The helmets, helmets have been proven, even in the NFL, that they probably contribute more to a concussion, concussion. than yeah. to stopping a concussion. No, they um, condense the impact. The impact's not going to be as hard if you're wearing a helmet. No, as def- opposed no, to no they reckon it rattles. Right, if you're wearing, if you're riding a bike, what? Why do you think you wear a helmet? Well, they, they reckon it rattles. Different car hits you and runs over your head. Yeah, different sort of helmet too. Different sort of impact, and mm. that's the thing. One of those helmets is only good for one impact, like a motorbike helmet. One impact. Mm. Once that impact has happened, you need to replace your helmet because the second yeah. impact oh, you it will not work. The NFL have had helmets since they started, and yet the CTE cases and the lawsuits. Uh, through the roof. Mm. Yeah, and that and backs up my point before where contact sport, it's always going to be injuries. But the issue is they issues. didn't know about it. Now we know about it. They can't and claim And there's still going to be these issues. Yeah, they've, they've changed their rules drastically in yeah. the NFL to combat it, mm. All right. which is what we are it's doing still now. happening. Burks? Okay. Ricky Corbett, if Toto could do something, that'd be great. Worst captain ever. Oh, bud. You would That's have been it. hating Birdo, not passing it to him. Guy was tossing up going to too. Yeah, I was close. I was tossing up going to yeah. I mean, those two guys bit me in the ass this week, but just watching Cleary as the captain's score go through the roof while those two got nothing really just adds insult to injury with my score. How many trades you boys saved? I've been thinking, saying for a while now, that this season is very different for trade saving. I've saved like four, but still think it's going to be last man standing this year. Good work. Timmy's got five. I think Berg's, you and I got two that I've we've saved. Two, I've yeah. saved zero. I'm on three, but <laughs> yeah. after this after this week, it'll be four. Four. Yeah, yeah, sweet. So that's it. You're, you're, you're doing best out of us in terms of saving trades, but I'm with you, bud. Yeah, I think saving trades is going to be pivotal this year, um, and I definitely haven't done enough of it. I'm playing catch-up like I do every year. Um, Brother Rickster. 14-18 this week, boys. Good work, bud. Second week in a row, over 1,400s. What would you be doing with Curran now that he's out for three to five weeks? Keeping him, hope he is okay for 17, or using his money elsewhere? Six of one, half of the other. Con and I both reckon keep him. Guys getting rid of him to do the upgrade. So it just depends on... Depends on your buy numbers, how many he's got and then how many extras he need. Because yeah. obviously Curran's not going to play the first buy, so you could push him easily to someone who does if your numbers aren't looking as yeah. good. Yeah, I'm keeping him personally. 
And would you bring in Nico Hines as a fullback's options from now till 16? Talked about that already. Yeah. Prefer Teddy at fullback. I think, yeah, you can get Nico in centre wing. I yeah. Think. But, I mean, if, if, you can... if, if you had to bring him in now in the, in the, in the fullback position... As long as it was not temporary, permanent, yeah, yeah like, you'd move him to centre wing. I mean, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't do it, but because yeah, you got Teddy, you got other options at fullback. That's you might true. not be and able Teddy's to cheaper. have yeah. cash or be able to do it this week. But if you're going to do that, I wouldn't leave Nico Himes as a permanent fixture there. That's what I'm saying. Till sixteen, like, yeah. Like I'd try to move him up to the centres and bring in. No, I think key. I, th- I think if uh, Puppy's out for Origin and stuff like that. Although pretty much Puppy's, yeah, Puppy only misses if anything. Uh, the First round 13 story. game. Yeah, exactly, which he might even be injured for anyway at this point. Yeah, you got anything over there? Yeah, I've still got a well, few Well, Puppy's more. definitely not playing 17 because they got the bye. Yeah, that's what I was saying. All right, Isaac Merlin says, 15.05, lads, greatest comeback of all time in the head-to-heads. Killing it, bud. Nice. Good work. Ken Bradfield, holy shit. 16.43. Saxy hey, says, Kenny. Hey, fellas. I took a few magic rounds myself over the weekend. Still coming down. <laughs> Thanks for helping me through the Tuesday blues. Our pleasure, Saxy. We're here for the uh, we're here for the people, mate. Jesse Budgen says, uh, Bugden, sorry, says, uh, all right, lads, few options here. Walker to Hughes, current to the Fish, Saab to Hines, or Tupu. Berg's looking sexy as always. Thank oh. So, so let, let's break it I'm down. I'm keeping Saab. Uh, Walker to Hughes. Love it. Yeah, Curran to the fish. Don't Cody mind Walker. it. Yeah, and Saab to Hines or Saab to Tupu? Neither. You, keep you're, Saab. You're keeping Saab. All right, sweet. Bergs? Yeah, I agree with him. All right, guy. It's cool. Oh, cool. Paul Wainwright says, uh, Isaac's had Nico for three weeks now, boys. So he's absolutely killed it. Uh, Paul nice. Wainwright says, great show, lads. Pablo Bill here. Uh, watch... <laughs> When I can, otherwise I'll listen on the podcast. How good is the Con 2 League, number one, all uh, ranked overall, which my team, the designated drunks, is in. Uh, on the cans on a Tuesday night, again, beers, beers, more, more beers. Thanks for keeping us in there, Pablo. That's it, mate. You're obviously doing something right, so you keep drinking that brain juice every Tuesday. Listen to the podcast, doing what you got to do. Dean Lewin, simple, Olam or Tupu? Tupu. Olam. Bergs, you got the deciding vote okay, here. Okay, Tupu. Tupu, it is. All right, Gary Barnes, would you trade Guthrie to Teddy, bank the 2500 Yeah, we've already talked about that. Um, uh, and what about Peachy to Ikevalu? I like yeah, that. Yeah, I that. Yeah. That's a big pod move, I think. All right, sweet as. Miguel Di Blanco says, if you don't have Teddy, wait until after Origin. I tend to disagree. Comes back like a firecracker um, after the first one. Or if he scores... Big like he did on the weekend in the next two games. Yeah, getting before the price. In between rise. Origins two and three, he could be back up to seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars before you know it. Yeah. Uh, Miguel says again: for, Is Fafita a sell or is it a wasted trade? Think you'd probably want to finish with him if he brings uh, back those big form games again. I'm personally holding just because I've used up so many trades already. I don't want to get him out and then have to get him back find in. money to get him back in later on. Yep. I mean, back row is pretty. Solid at the moment. My forward's pretty solid at the moment. So I think if you've saved trades and you think you can get the cash back after the origin period to bring him straight back in, 
But I think if you have to wait three or four weeks after the origin period to get him back in, you're going to be behind the eight ball. Yeah, and if he costs you two two hundred grand and you don't bring him in now, he's also cost you a trade because you had to bring someone else in now. Uh, if you ha- if you haven't saved that trade directly, then yeah, pretty much you're down a trade and two hundred grand. So, I mean, look, do it, but probably at your own peril. And to bring him in too, you probably have to cash someone out to make the cash to get to him. Yeah, at that point, yeah. So, Mind you, Saab could be juicy around that same time if you are holding him. Uh, Dilbert says, uh, I'm having low audio from you guys. Can you increase the gain? Your guest's audio is fine. Yeah, sorry, mate. That might have been uh, on the recording thing. I'll have to have a look at exactly what happened there. Sorry, Gilbert. Oh, no. Oh, Jesus. Boom. I hope you haven't got the bass up. Yeah. Henry Brind <laughs> says, Fuss to Hines, Gutho to Teddy. Short-term points in cash. Gives me five gun center wings for round 13. I like it. Yep. Sweet as Ashley Nicholson. Hey, boys. Love your work. Uh, Saxy says, Turkish. Saxy. I'm not sure. Oh, wait, wait. No, that's Get trivia. Uh, David Cook. Boys, thoughts on balls to the wall move. Hines as captain this week. Figures Tommy and Cleary won't score huge due to their opponents. Oh, I think I can go big against anyone. Yeah, Con's considering it. I could see the look in his eyes. I'm trying to think who's Storm playing. I'm on the Tedster. Bouncing form last week. Storm play Canberra. Up against the Bronx. Oh, yeah, Canberra. I'm loading up. Canberra suck. Yeah, well, especially having three of their more experienced and yeah, yeah players out. Yeah. Croker not in there as well. Like it, It's going to be a very hard, uh, very hard game for them. Uh, all right. Chris McClellan says, breaking news, Fitzgibbon to bring Bellamy to the Sharks. Craig Fitzgibbon. Oh, or you reckon? Fitzgibbon from Newcastle. His old man's like NLB. No. no, no, it'd be Craig Fitzgibbon bringing him on as a coaching advisor. Yeah, he, he, he couldn't get Adam Reynolds to the Sharks, but yeah, he's going to get Craig Bellamy. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah, Chris, woo! send us a link, mate. We've got to see that to believe it. Uh, Sean O'Vara, Hines has been a great pot option. Got him in three weeks ago, scored me, uh, yeah, scored and made me a great load of cash. Yeah, mate, that's it. I've been. Yeah, by the by the year at this point. Uh, Rob Macker says, boys, our comp is ranked number one. Yeah, good on you, Rob. He scored a 17-18 this week. Close, but no cigar, unfortunately. I think it was a 17-76. Hey, keep them up for the rest of the year, Rob. Yeah, that's it. I think we know why we're now off in the number one spot, and it's blokes like you, mate, killing it. What are you doing again? They're carrying you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging on to Tim. Sean knows with Timmy saying uh, he's selling Gutho to Teddy. Banks him 450 and against the Broncos, Teddy is juicy with the C on him. Uh, Timothy Taylor, Ikevalu or Olam. I think I'd say Ika, Ikevalu. I'm going Ikevalu. All right. Sticky, Icky. Here yeah, we go. Icky. I like Icky. Nath Dyes jumped back in. He says, shit, so sorry, boys. I kept accidentally hitting enter uh, mid-sentence, so I had to delete each post, but you must be getting them anyways. Anyway, sorry to clog up the airways. Fail. Trying to clean the house and sneakily listening to your pod in the AirPods at the same time. Things we do for Supercoach. Anyway. And love the effort he goes at the same to, time, yeah. too. <laughs> Lots of love for the pod. I'm hanging for it every week. Nate out. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. <laughs> Shot, bro. But you were like, what are you skiffing? That. Uh, Watto <laughs> says... What did Danny Sackle say? Thoughts on Javid Bowen as a cheapie? No. No. Sweet as cool. was a fucking no last week, too, I think, yep. If your team's oh, going yeah. great and you don't need any trades anywhere else and you're stuck with a Simonson or a Fuss, I can see the appeal in it. 
I can see him being worse than a simulator. <clears throat> well, why? He's already going to make cash. <laughs> All righty. Peter Campbell. Hey, boys. Uh, was ranked 83rd till last week. Had the C on Pappy. Still in, yeah, still in the top 1K, though. Thinking Walker to Hughes and a center wing cow to Nico. What are you thinking? Love it. Love it, yeah, love it, love me it. Me too. All right. Um, Lance George letting us know. Round 13, Tigers Penrith. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, William Circum scored the first try in Dick Cup. Uh, David Mitchell, Teddy is a few head knocks uh, away from sitting out the season. David, you're f- yeah. well and truly in the head knock territory already. Petey Thompson is show sports science NFL offensive lineman hitting it. Well, uh, no, I'm not doing that. Why, why, why? Because it, I can't understand the question. It's about, I, I it's think they've about, had a couple it, too many. No, no. Petey doesn't drink. It's about concussion. All right, it's yeah. a concussion-related issue. But still, he's one. talking about linemen and defensive men, and you know yeah, what? Yeah, that's, that's NFL. Yeah, but it's definitely not super coach. So, but we were talking NFL. Yeah, but we're not anymore. So, hey, let's <laughs> move on. And uh, I think we pretty much just got to do our tips and our good news. So the good news story it? for me yeah. from the round, I know hey, they got your they're bag. They're saying the big fuckers like, hit like trucks at 40 k's an hour. So yeah. that's why they're wearing helmets. That's just it, just just the size, the sheer butte size of them. And, and you got to think they're only this far apart sometimes and they're still, and I think it was miles per hour, so that's probably 80 fucking k's in. Thereabouts. Yeah. So. 80Ks an hour. But yeah, no, at, at the end of the day, you're not allowed to leave your helmet anymore. You're not allowed to make contact with the helmet anymore. And if you do, you're penalised, yeah. which is what we're doing. All right, sweet as. So it's I think uh, we should just do our good news story for the round. Uh, for me, the good news story of the round is Magic Round. So I know that they got uh, the bag of dicks from you for implementing the uh, the refing uh, or the the, the penalty, they're upping the penalties uh, this round. But ultimately, it was a it was a pretty big success, man. One hundred thirty thousand people through the gates across three days. Uh, we got out eight games of football, uh, and a lot of the players Were they got eight to quality games. Yeah, could have been better games. That's the Were they issue. Eight quality games. All right. well, I don't think that was magic right, round okay. issue. All the refs issue. I think that was whoever made the draw ups issue. They made every game pretty much lopsided or fucked. Well, I mean, they aim to have Queensland teams finishing each every single night. That that was their goal. Um, look, but ultimately, uh, it was about the fans. It was about the celebration of the game, the carnival-like no, atmosphere. No, no, no. For for me, in the oh, good news story, right? I'm saying, right? It was about the fans being able to interact. Ruben Garrick, you saw videos of him on social media going into the stands. You saw, uh, I think, um, Benji donated his boots. Cookie donated his boots he, to fans. He didn't donate him. Yeah, he just took them off. That, and the two kids yeah. Them. That's top, what I mean. Like, like, same thing. Yeah, that's it. A lot. There was just there was a lot of love. There was a lot of interaction, Great interaction which is yeah. something which we've all missed out on over the course of the last sort of two seasons. Um, you know that we didn't actually get to do a magic round last year. So yeah, it was just really good to see that come together and it's that celebration of rugby league. Um, all the different jerseys in the crowd, all the different, all the passion from all the different supporters throughout the games. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. <clears throat> I definitely want to go to a magic round. And I reckon behind the scenes was even more great. Yeah. Well, like I reckon in the streets and like after the games, before the games and everything, the interaction with all the fans on the streets and everything in the community just was mind-blowing. I really want to go down Caxton Street during magic. That's what I mean. Magic round for me is becoming a priority of something which... Something of a, a rugby league pilgrimage, yeah. which I feel like we should just... We should find a way to I get done. I can't remember who said it, but... Somebody brought out the point that I think New Zealand deserve a 
magic round after all they've gone through. The Warriors have put themselves through, family David related Rudolph, and everything. If they can't get one over there in the next five years, I'd be pretty upset. Yeah, well, that's it. I think Brisbane was signed up for three years. Yeah, Brisbane got it next year. Yeah, that's it. But then after that, it is open. New Zealand would be a great place to see it happen. Um, Repay them. Otherwise, even moving it out to some regional centres, Townsville, it would be insane. Uh, Well, me personally, selfish-wise, bring it to Bank West. Yeah, yeah. Give it to me. Honestly, Bank, Bank, <laughs> Bank West would be insane. Um, would you fucking go? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Three games in a row. Yeah, I, I'm there with bells on, mate. I'm buying, to be honest, to be hard pressed. I'm buying a three day pass. Exactly. Straight up. Straight up. Like, to be honest, I'm taking some brownies. I know, yeah, I know it's expensive, but it's going to be, it's an incredible well experience. Worth it. Yeah, it's it's just it's literally one of those things that could end up being once in a lifetime too. We don't know how long this concept will stick around. I, I really like it, and yeah, if I can get to any magic round, I'll be all over it. Hell, I'd like to get to all of them because it's a great yeah. way to embrace the places we're going. Alrighty, well, yes. I've I've got a feel good story too. Yep, completely unlegal, super coach related, but I want to give a congratulations and a shout out to Lauren Jackson, the female basketball player. She's the first Aussie player to make the basketball Hall of Fame. So, she I think she went to four Olympics, medaled in a lot of them, carried us to a world championship. So, big shout out to LJ, as I call her, my mate. <laughs> yeah. everything Congratulations and well done on everything you've achieved. All right, good on you. Um, just so we've got a quick update in the Hemis Cup. Loser, loser. I got belted by Savage. Yeah, we could have um, updated it next week, mate. <laughs> who did you get belted by? Uh, Adrianosaurus Rex. Oh, fucking Ada got you. All right, so we're both shit at the Hemis Cup, <laughs> but we're coming second overall. Well, I was, oh yeah, well, I was coming second overall in the league, and in two weeks, I dropped from second to ninth. So that was when you hang out with me, bro. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's right. I blame you. Just quickly, before I do this, the shares, um, the other charity for the week will be Motor Talking Neurons. Talking to your fucking microphone. Motor Neurons Disease Australia. We sort of looked at what gone away from like normal charities for a bit. I will post that thing for you tomorrow, Mark, with the push-up things. But, uh, yeah, have a look around, like and share their pages. Um, and then, yeah, now the shares. like to thank NRL Supercoach Renegades, NRL Supercoach Legends, South Sydney Rabbitoh Supporters Group, Addicted to Being a Storm Supporter, uh, NRL Roast Banner, Promote Your Podcast. Wait, don't forget the league, showed us how to use a mic last week. Uh, NRL Fanatics, Peter Wims Footy Score. Stop doing that, it makes an annoying noise. Forum. Um, Stop it. Photophone Biggest. Vodafone Warriors, biggest fan, sorry. Vowsy, again, as always, above and beyond. NRL Sledging Maniacs, NRL Sledging Icons. That's a new one. Hi, guys. Together. We still got five minutes. Um, NRL Supercoach, $1,000 free entry by Black Swan Bets. NRL Supercoach Legends, NRL News Site. Canary Bankstown Bulldogs Fanatics, good people over there. Aussie Sports Legends, NRL Sledging, bit of fun and banter. SC Live Chats. NRL Sledging Fanatics official page, the NRL Supercoach Talk Group, Supercoach Tragics, NRL Supercoach Fanatics, and the National RL Supercoach Addicts, and Fig Jam Dynasty League Boys, plus our own thing. And the Hemis Cup. And, and Harrington's. Turbo Hemi Cup. And 
Harrington's coffee. All righty, sweetheart. So our tips from last week, uh, we all went the Knights, got that wrong. All went Manly, got that right. I went the Dogs. You guys all went the Raiders, so I lost one there. We all went the Bunnies. Con I nearly got it, does he? Con went the Cows over the Roosters. Um... We all went the Warriors. Guy picked Paris, so he picked that one up. Hey, I got Paris too. You told me. No, you didn't. No, no, no. I got that wrong. No, I did go Paris. No, you definitely didn't. Uh, oh, Dragon. Oh, I'm going back on a recount. Guy, guy went the Dragons over the Storm, yeah, and then we I all went the Panthers. Yeah, but I was going to go the Warriors. Got changed. I was going to Guy and Bergs on six, and Con and I on five. Yeah, I'm going back so, for North Queensland versus Newcastle up at North Queensland, Tough Queensland Country car. Backstadium. Taking the cows. Fuck the night. I think I'm with the last few I, weeks. I think I might take the cows too with no KP. You're not looking sleep. Wouldn't surprise me if zero or draw there. That shit, both of them. Just tell us you're tipping the Knights. Come on. Oh, I don't think so about KP, Mitch. So? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, just quickly, Phoenix Crossland, is he worth a shout? No. All right, Next. sweet. So, cows or cows or Knights? Cows for me. Cows? No, oh, fuck it. I'm going to Knights, then. Ooh. He's going to come He's in next week and say, that. fuck, did I really have that many... Drink. Warriors v the Tigers. Warriors from Warriors, Warriors. Tigers. I'm going Tigs to go back to back for the first time in a long time. Actually, so nine or something. Wasn't it? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm tempted to jump on with you. Actually, I'm going to do the same. Tigers over the Warriors. Uh, we've got the Sharks over the Dragons. Oh, sorry, Sharks or the Dragons. No, that's fine. I'll go. Saying? You didn't say anyone. What was the last? He one? said the Warriors. Warriors. Oh, Sharks. Dragons. Dragons. No, I think I'm they're gonna decimated. Go I'm going to shark. Decimated, but... I'm the Sharkies there. It's the local derby. They hate each other. Sharks will get up for that one. I'll go Sharkies too. All no right. Confidence. Uh, Titans, Titans, Bulldogs. I'm going to go the Titans. Yeah, it's hard to back the Bulldogs. Titans. <laughs> Very hard to back the Bulldogs. couldn't even beat 11 and a half people on the weekend. Are you, are you going with your team or are you tipping against them to ensure the win? Ensure the win. There you go, Titans. It is alrighty. So we've got this works so effectively for Roosters v the Broncos. I take it we're all going on the Roosters yep. in that one. Roosters, absolutely. Uh, Raiders, Melbourne, Storm, Melbourne, Melbourne, yeah, Melbourne on that one as well. South Panthers, Panthers. Panthers. South. Oh, he's had too many Harringtons. No, no. Panthers got to lose sooner or later. Yeah, Melbourne in 20 or 20. Yeah, it's, yeah I don't reversing. think it's this one. Pa uh, Para and Manly for the final game of the round at Bankwest. Oh, mate. Up. It's Manly. Tough. I'm going to go Manly at 240. I think they're great value. At Turbo, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Para at Bankwest. Against my better judgment, but yeah. Uh, who? Manly. Parsons. Para Manly. Three years, mate. Manly. <laughs> um, Manly. All right. Cool. And that is putting the tip in for the week. Massive thanks wait, for wait, listening Peter to the Thompson's show. Peter Thompson just flicked me a message. What? It's a man's question. <laughs> oh, I've got a question from Timmy. Okay. The other question I had to ask that Juzzy didn't read. <laughs> oh, don't even. Snap. Don't even. He was arguing with fat. No, I made that I made that up. <laughs> um, so what, what, happens, what happens if a high shot that gets deserved to be set 
to be get sent off happens in the grand final ten minutes in. Well, then they get sent off. Yeah. Do you think they're, they don't like overlook it for the good oh, of the look, game? I or? think it's harsh, but if they're the rules, they're the rules. Yeah. If that's the way they policed it all year, then you can't go change it in the that's grand it. final for anything. Like you've got fifteen weeks now between now and the grand final. Pick your shit up. Yep. Uh, so Timmy O'Connor has sent us through a bunch of questions. We answered a bunch of them in our chat with him, but there's one in there. He said, is Cleary matchup proof as captain? Captaining Turbo, Turbo over Cleary last week sent him from 500 <laughs> to 800, even though he pulled the 1360. So do you just sort of set and forget this year with Cleary, or do you, do you no, have no, to be playing? I don't think so. I think you've got to play the game. I think you go between Cleary or your fullbacks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, don't me wrong. I don't think you go anywhere else. Maybe maybe your 5'8", like Romy or someone. But well, has everyone got Dave Fafita pumping out three massive scores this year? That's true. That's true. Great captain one, option. One, I don't have him too. He's not playing for another. No, I understand that, but we're talking, week, we're talking for the rest of the year. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, we're talking so, for the rest of the year. So, no, nah. I think you've really got to look at your matchups. You've got to look at form. Nah, you wouldn't stick And then, that. ultimately, nah. it, it's a gamble either way uh, because, yeah, you just never know who's going to go absolutely huge but, and who's not. If if you look at it as an overall player, then yeah, it makes sense because his average is right up there with Papenhuyzen and Turbos for overall shit. But if you're looking at it as a head-to-head player, I think you really got to pick your matchups because you can't afford Nafe to come out with a seventy that week where old mate captains Turbo for one fifty or something or more to near two hundred. Yeah, so yeah, you really got to weigh up where you're sitting, what you're doing. And then approach you from there, I think. Yep. Alrighty. So, yeah, massive thanks for listening. Mm. Shout out to hashtag push for better. Uh, the team name is Push Ups with a capital P. Uh, join the team, donate there. And a massive thanks to at Get Baked AUS on Snapchat for uh, giving us some delicious baked goods to get us through the show. Um, and keep us baked. We will see you next week. Good luck in round 11. Here's hoping you can make it through your trades this week. Uh, hit us up on our Facebook and Instagram. Look out for the question poke early, post early next week. Thanks for listening. Cheers, stay guys. Stay peachy, peeps. Have a good night. See you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.